M-O-N-E-Y. Money. At 200-200, you'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money. At 200-200, good luck. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen... It's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Tuesday. That's Tuesday, January 9th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And, of course, the nature of this program We will find many, many other things to discuss as the afternoon wears on. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter at RealJim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. We may use it. As a catalyst for something to talk about on the air, that's Real Mobile 77031, all powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance, and I might add toll-free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Moe's here. She'll have news in a few minutes. We work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here. Later in the program, Daryl Payne, our good friend Daryl Payne from Pawfection Dog Training, will be in at 4 to answer your questions concerning maybe any problems that you have with your canine. You can text us with those questions. We'll get some of you on the air as well. Daryl knows his stuff. Uh, Daryl Payne with Pawfection Dog Training at 4. He shows up once a month to do this, so we'll be moving Jack's audio file around a little bit, and the bonus round of Closest to the Pin will fit it in there somewhere. We have the regular round of Closest to the Pin at about 5.20 at 6, of course. It's Tuesday, Fritz on the Street, round one for 2018. Then we'll find some drive-home music for you the last quarter hour, and then PPT to wrap things up. Congratulations are in order for the Alabama Crimson Tide for winning the national championship last night in a very good game uh, by defeating the Georgia Bulldogs. Pretty damn good game, won in overtime, and there you go, SEC, SEC, SEC. <laughs> Let's see, what else do we have going on? Well, we got this satellite. Hold on, let me.
me find this here. Oh, man. This highly classified space satellite that was mm. part of the SpaceX rocket launch. The Falcon 9. From they last say week. it's lost. On Sunday. It's well, that's oh. how, come on, everybody. That's how secret it is. That's Correct. what you're supposed to do. Yes. Hey, where's that satellite? That super secret satellite. Well, it's lost. We can't talk about it. I think it has something to do with North Korea myself. What? I think there's something in that yeah, in the payload that's going to be messing around with North Korea. I don't know what it is. Information. Now it's going to be it's going to it's it's designed to to mess up their next rocket launch or nuclear uh, Ooh, nuclear test. Star Wars style. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a highly classified. <laughs> spy satellite. That's I thought right. it was a big secret. No, they told us it was a spy yeah. satellite. Well, then what's secret about that? Maybe it's not really a spy what satellite. It's doing though, it's like shh, very hush hush. Oh, if you want to hush hush, that's hush. It's super hush. <laughs> it's one hush, not double hush. Yeah, just hush. It's a double hush. Uh, a hush hush is we can't say anything about it. Yeah, but this is just more like hush. Yeah, we can't say anything, but it's a spy satellite. Hey, we didn't say it was hush hush. We just said hush. All right. <laughs> top secret. It's a spy secret, satellite. Yeah. Well, what's so top secret about it? That's hush hush. <laughs> right. So anyway, <laughs> they uh-huh. launched it from the Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. And uh, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that uh, nobody can find it. And then uh, SpaceX says, we do not comment on missions of this nature. But as of right now, reviews of the data indicate Falcon 9 performed nominally. This is exactly you mean nominally. It's not like normal. Okay. It, I think nominal nominal is normal. It's right? like, everything is nominal. And right. It's, it's not like phenomenal. Face, it's baseline. It's not phenomenal. It's just, just nominal. It's like can't say normal. It's space talk, right? Yeah, they're fancy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the difference between ordinary and extraordinary. Or Northrop uh, Grumman uh, Grumman Corporation <laughs> says this is a classified mission. We cannot comment on classified missions. Well, in a way, you just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know Sad. what I'm saying. I Big do. News. Just don't say anything. Yeah, they've screwed it up. Yeah. Anyway, Something so. happened. It went. Maybe it went wildly off kilter. No, I think it's out there. I think they just don't want to talk about it. I think it's out there, and they don't want to give anything away, because it's going to be a big surprise for you-know-who. You-know-who. Oh. Oh. Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah the um, mm-hmm. rocket man who apparently um, assassinated every uh, barber in North Carolina and North uh, Korea. <laughs> Or North Carolina, either way. <laughs> North Carolina, I don't know where that came from. Keep them out of so there. So anyway, got that. We got Oprah. More talk about Oprah. Oh, yeah, Oprah. Hold on, everybody. Let's just all just take a deep breath on the Oprah thing. Let's just take <sighs> a deep breath. And I mean, that election is way, way, way off. Uh, I don't like the idea. I don't even like to think about Oprah running for president of the United States or seeking the Democratic Party's uh, presidential nomination. No? I'm a little bit over the idea. I want boring to come back to politics. I think it's the best thing that could happen to our nation. In our national interest is bring back the big boring to politics. Somebody Let's knows something get, about yeah, politics. Some, something that knows, people, male or female, doesn't make any difference. Mm. You know, if you want to use the word elite, but they know what they're doing. They know things about, they know policy. Mm-hmm. And they know politics. And they know how to negotiate. And they know how to compromise. And they know how to get things done instead of this... Unless that's what we've become now. We're just going to take celebrities and say, oh, my God, Oprah. Uh, oh, you know, uh, hello. Goodbye, Joe Biden. Goodbye, uh, Bernie. Goodbye, uh, Elizabeth Warren and, and Kirsten uh, Gillibrand. You know, take a back seat because Oprah 
the Democratic Party, of which, which I used to belong, they are so... Oh, wait a minute. They're, just, they're so desiring of someone who they think can win. We need a rock star. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That they'll say, it's Oprah. Oprah's just, Oprah's just going to win. Just take a deep breath and settle down. Just settle down for a little bit, okay? This is a long, you know, there's plenty of time. If Oprah wants to be a candidate, fine. But let's not just, you know, Democrats and progressives and indies, mm-hmm. you know, just let's just settle. Let's take care of the midterms first. All right? all right. Let's just take care of the midterms. Let's turn out en masse for the midterms. And uh, hand these uh, Republican ass hats their hats. Oh. You know, and just, uh, you know, take over the House, maybe even the Senate. And if we need to, in impeach uh, this, uh, this uh, goof that we have as the President of the United States. If we have to, because that Article 25 or whatever, that's not coming into play. That's just not happening. Unless there's some just gigantic event and the guy is out barking at the moon. Then you can invoke uh, Article 25. I think it's Article 25 where the cabinet can vote and then it goes to the House and then it goes back to the president. And that's got to go back to the House and the Senate and both chambers have to vote two thirds. And ugh, what a mission is. Too oh. much. Uh, where would that come from? So anyway, it's just a little bit too much. Uh, it's not barking, but no, it's not. It, it would be crazy behavior. Let's see. What else do we have? Uh, I'm going to try to find the video. I've been talking about this for as long as I've been on the air about some system to improve filling sandbags. And I finally found uh, a device out there today. Shared it with Pinkman. Maybe he can track it down. You know, every time you hear about hurricanes, the people, they go up to the, you know. And you're shoveling into the bag. Yeah, they take their shovel and got a couple of bags. After about the third or fourth bag, they're saying, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to have a heart attack or I'm going to get a hernia. I'm going to pull my back out. (laughs) And they get the bag usually about halfway full and they can hardly even throw it into the back of their pickup truck. But there is a system out there utilizing a front end loader that fills numerous sandbags for all intents and purposes at once. Really? Yeah, it's like it, about ten of them. Just no lined more than up. ten. Oh, that's more impressive. Than 10. It's it's pretty impressive. And you look at it and you go, "Now why didn't I think about that?" Mm. It doesn't look terribly like it would be terribly expensive either. Now, see, that would be a way for somebody to make money instead of saying, "Here's the pile of sand. Come in. Here's some sandbags. Bring your own sandbags. Whatever you got, you fill them." As I said, four or five people are through with that. They said, "I'd rather my house flooded." Than uh, than deal with any more sandbags. It's fine but with enough. this, with this, you could have the county or whoever's in charge of the pile of sand. You could say, okay, dollar per sandbag or twenty five cents per sandbag or whatever. Already full. All you have to do is put them in the back of your truck and get the hell out of Dodge. Let's see what else do we have. Mo finally saw the dog on a sled. Adorable. It's on our website. Really and uh, then I saw another video. Ted, all of those videos when vets come home. And the dog oh. hasn't seen him in a couple yeah. of years. And yeah. the dog crazy. Oh, that makes and me cry. Saw one today, and the dog's just jumping and twirling and licking the, the, the veteran's face. And it's just a beautiful thing to watch. And then I think of President Trump. You know, I never trust a man. If a man can afford a dog and doesn't have one, I don't trust him. It's the Phillips file on real. I just don't. No, I just nice. don't trust him. I don't trust a man who can afford to have a dog and doesn't have one. There's something wrong with that person, especially when you add to the fact they don't laugh. <laughs> they do not. If they don't laugh. Never? And they don't have a dog. Ugh. I don't have any time for them. It's the Phillips file on real radio 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy to use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. From. He's got the news. That ain't gonna boy 
Time for a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the news brought to you today by McDonald's. I'm loving it. To add another championship, another notch on, on the post, it happened to Alabama last night. Now Nick Saban has had six national championship teams. They brought in a freshman quarterback. He threw it at the very end in overtime to a freshman receiver. And Alabama won over Georgia in the national championship at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, 26-23. to at the end of the night, it was already after midnight when this good thing game. ended. It was a phenomenal game. I don't know it was phenomenal, but I it was a pretty good game. I watched from the beginning, from the, the Star Spangled Banner. The freshman quarterback for Alabama, Hufa. He came in in the second half. He's a Hawaiian kid. Tagovailoa oh, yeah, or something. Yeah. I right, brother. He, he does. He knows a lot of things, Mahalo including. sacrifice the ancient volcano. About Mahalo. He knows stuff. I mean, he knows stuff. And, and the quarterback in the first half was struggling, so they replaced him and presto. Uh, there you go. Alabama, this is the third straight year they've been in the finals. Last year, with three seconds to go or one second to go, they lost to Auburn. This year, they won it at the very last second. And wowie kazowie, uh, there you go. Um, it was, uh, obviously, if you're a, a Crimson Tide fan, a very good night for you. Georgia fans, not so much. And uh, the University of Central Florida still maintains that it is the national champion. I, I don't know how we can Woo-hoo. have two, but we now We've have... We've had two before. Two? Wow. Oh. How do you figure? They've had co-national champions. You mean if the a game ends in a tie or no before um, the bowl? Was the national way. Champions. Too long you have to be in the national championship game uh, to be the national champions. Uh, you know they weren't even in the playoffs, right? I mean, it's, so they certainly it doesn't can't. matter anymore. It's all over no, with. I, have I hope uh, UCF has a great upcoming season and and proves once again the, you know it has an undefeated season and this time is not dissed like they were last season. They got the short end of the stick. There's no question about that, but they're not the national champions. I have a solution. the national champions, you have to be in the national championship. I have a solution for this, Jim. If it turns oh, out. Oh, don't go there. You don't want to go there. I think it's a really good idea. I don't want to turn idea. this into a sports thing. Just saying. I have a solution for this. If you want it, you can you know, email You continue with this nonsense of the Bianchi trophy. You just, mm-hmm. you, know, you look podunk and you look cheap. I, I think that they ought to be given a shot, but I'll, I'll explain it to you if you want to, uh, you know, hit me up on Not Twitter. Moira, I'd like to move on. It's Moira104. I've already Moira, lost enough Twitter saying. followers. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> this highly classified spy <laughs> satellite, saying, Jim, that mm, was launched right, on bro. Sunday yeah. appears to have been lost after its launch from the Cape Canaveral Air Force Station aboard the SpaceX rocket. Super now, secret. The SpaceX people said this afternoon, or yet we do not comment, but as of right now, it looks like everything worked okay, but we can't find it. Well, they say we can't comment on it. It's very classified. It's called the Zuma satellite, built for the U.S. government, although it's unclear who has commissioned this. Is it defense or what? Military, we don't know. But it was supposed to separate after the firing of the second stage rocket booster, but apparently it did not. It didn't separate, and it plunged somewhere back into the atmosphere. That's what the uh, experts are saying. So I don't know if it's out there really or if it did plunge to Earth. I I don't know. But SpaceX, you know, this has been delayed several times. It finally went Sunday night, and now they say it may be lost. 
laws. The way, they, laws. the way they say maybe indicates it may not be. You know, may- Saying it's lost mm-hmm. is another way of saying stop asking questions. Uh-oh. Yeah. Or you'll be lost, too. Uh-oh. Well, don't it's you not- think the question is now, you find it yet? You find it yet? If it came back you in, find it yet? it's lost, right? You should find it, right? <laughs> you find it yet? Are you even looking for it? Now they got to find a fake one. and Oh, man, what a... No, it burned <laughs> up on readmittance to the atmosphere. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Then they have to kill the astronauts to... Per- oh, there are oh, no astronauts. Never mind. Today marks the first anniversary of two Orlando area law enforcement officers who were killed during the manhunt for an accused double murderer. Remember, it was January 9th, one year ago today, that that schnook Marquise Lloyd allegedly yeah. shot and killed the OPD Lieutenant Deborah Clayton. And another you deputy don't have to first say allegedly that doesn't well it says here allegedly well, I didn't I didn't make that up. We don't have to say. Uh, it turns out that uh, it also killed that day were uh, deputy first class Orange County Sheriff uh, deputy first class Norman Lewis. Well, he died. His motorcycle collided with a minivan and he was rushing to the scene or something. He was ki- well, he was killed, but he died in a motorcycle accident related to the to hunt the for Marquis. Well, they always say both of them together. Yeah, well. Uh, they always say two law enforcement officers killed during that yeah, Mark okay. Keith Lloyd manhunt. Right. Just saying, today's the one. All right, okay, all right. I'm not it went argue. fast. I mean, one year ago, Mark Keith Lloyd was on the loose. And now they, uh, you know, they beat him and his eye fell out or something, right? I mean, didn't they beat him so his eye fell out? And yeah, they blinded him. There's no question about that. I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's going to be found guilty. He's going to be sent to death row. But the fact of the matter is law enforcement kicked him in the eye socket and uh, blinded him. Mm-hmm. And uh, most and the people camera, say, I don't care. Well, the camera okay. went off just in time to not see anything. Governor Rick Scott delivered his eighth and final state of the state address today as the annual 2018 legislative session got underway. There are responses to the speech already from the legislature's Democratic minority leaders. Uh, one senator from Miami, um, uh, and also there's they allow somebody from the other party to make a uh, Another speech. Did they you know, find somebody? No. The session has moved up from the spring to January in even years. I What's forgot, the big I, issue this this, uh, this session? Anything? Uh, let's see. Uh, one of the things. That a really, really t- big issue. One of the things they are talking about really, is really nursing big. homes under fire. Uh, you know, nursing homes are on the firing line in Tallahassee starting this session. You remember it was during the hurricanes where. Uh, the industry is playing defense after these hurricane-related deaths of 14 people like down education. in South Florida. Yeah, they're just going to talk a good game. They won't do crap. They're trying now to make it safer for patients in nursing homes. Um, the nursing homes agree they need some backup power sources, but they want the state to pay for it. And lawmakers are being asked to come up with $40 million for emergency generators over Why the next five years. Why should the state years. pay for it? Not sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, I understand the state mandates something, and the nursing home said, look, we don't have that kind of cash sitting around right now. That's correct. <clears throat> Do we have to have it in next year? Are you going to give us five years to install, you know, these generators that would supply power and air conditioning? But they to... will have to close down, so then old people will not only not have a place, not but they'll closing be... down. Nobody's, if, come on, if, nobody's if closing down. If it's required down. that you have emergency generators, yeah, okay. All right. uh, sure. if they say that they cannot possibly afford that. So, you know, we'll put them in. They make it but... a profit. These nursing homes making a profit. If you're making a profit, why do they exist? They're not state nursing homes. They're private nursing homes. They're in business to make a profit. If you make a profit, you know, we require you as the state, uh, considering the welfare of your patients, to install. We mandate that you install power generators that uh, will supply air conditioning and electricity in the case of a power outage. Is that asking too much? Well, it is if you expect them to have this money in a, in a, like a slush fund, uh, prepared to buy it. That's what bank loans are all about. 
you know, the people are required to do things by order of the state. And they say, yeah, okay, and they go and they, they get a loan. you got to do these kind of things all the time. Crying foul, these nursing homes. It'll, yeah, but they... Oh, they're so... Yeah, they're, yeah, so they're, then they'll have to raise the prices on their people, right? On their charges, you know, because they... Yeah, so now they have to take out a you know million or two million dollar loan or whatever it is. I mean, who's going to pay for that? I mean, somebody's ultimately got to pay for these generators, right? So yeah, they could go get a loan, but their patients will have to pay for that. Yeah, I mean, and then you won't have any patients. Then you'll be out of business. That's right. So then, what are you going to do? Uh, You're in business know. to make a profit. Yeah, you can figure this out. How or, about half half halfsies? Maybe they may come. Take to some those kind halfsies, of right. and you go halfsies. That seems reasonable. Is that fair? That does. Say compromise. That's what politics is all about. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the art of compromise. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. I it's think halfsies. that's very important. I, I think that's important. Nobody wants to pay all of it. And it's going to cost uh, you know two hundred thousand dollars to put in. I don't know how much. Let's mm-hmm. say two hundred thousand dollars, and we pay a hundred, and and uh, you, you pay come 100. up with a hundred somehow. That's it. Uh, interestingly enough, one of the current candidates for governor of Florida, Gwen Graham, is paying a whole bunch of money herself to get public records from the governor's office concerning that nursing home death. Yeah. She says she hopes the records include voice messages from the center to Governor Rick Scott, who claims they were somehow deleted from his cell phone. So the she audio says, has been erased, but I believe the transcripts are out there. So. I think that she thinks that if she commissions this, you know, if she pays for the public records, that she'll be able to get it if it's true. Uh, the governor, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, not Governor Graham yet, uh, her name, Gwen Graham, uh, says that the governor broke the law by erasing that stuff, and she will pursue legal action against him. Well, if they're transcripts, well, yeah, you, you could make that argument if you say they're transcripts. Well, uh, transcripts are not, are not the actual recordings. The recordings purportedly tra- say that it was the nursing homes calling the governor's office to say, Power's out. We don't know what to do. You got to get you got to get power restored because we're in a crisis situation. And the nursing homes claim that the governor's office kind of brushed that aside and didn't do anything about it or paid it no attention. I got to take a little break. Daryl Payne's coming in at four from Pawfection Dog Training. So if you have some questions concerning the behavior of your beloved dog, your canine, Daryl will try to answer them to the best of your ability. You can text us, or we'll get some of you on the line. As well, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Get back to the news. Here's Mo. Don't forget Daryl Payne from Perfection Dog Training at Force. I have your questions ready. Yeah. Last night in the Alabama game, yeah. they had a halftime show. And there was a rapper, Kendrick Lamar, who is now going down in sports history. The rapper the staged rapper. the first ever halftime at the at the championship, are you chewing of, something? You have something in your mouth? Not anymore. She's She's chewing her Lamar hatred. Duckworth this, or something? Is that his real last name? That's his name, Duckworth. Yes. Something this like concert that. took Thank place. You, points. Uh, this mini concert, I guess you would call it, yeah. took place at Centennial Park, which is outside uh, near the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and included a medley of songs from his project, which is um, Black Panther. I guess he's in the Black no, Panther or something. He's something. He's curating the playlist for the film Black Panther. I like Pimp a Butterfly better. It was that really was not good. It was, I, I thought it was really bad. But anyway, to end it, he yeah. performed for the first time his new single, All the Stars, from the upcoming Marvel film. It's a good one. The it's Black SZA. Panther. Uh, we still don't know who bought the winning Mega Millions ticket at a 7-Eleven over in Port Ritchie near Tampa. We know enough. Don Creeley with the Florida Tampa office, the lottery office over there, says that they will have to claim this $450 million Mega Millions jackpot in person in Tallahassee, and then their name will become public record. The winner has 60 days if they want a lump sum, 
but longer if they're willing to take payments over time. From where? Tampa? Yeah. No, Port Ritchie, but which is Tampa area, yes. Mm -hmm. Same thing. A serial arsonist may be on the loose in a Polk County neighborhood. 14 fires have been intentionally set in the Eloise section of Winter Haven starting last summer. The homes were all abandoned or appeared to be abandoned off of... uh, Within a one-mile area, 14 fires. They think it's a serial arsonist. But um, they're not saying serial arsonist. They're just saying maybe. Like they didn't say serial, you know, the guy who was shooting everyone over there. They, they never say serial shooter. They just, now it's not serial, but it is a serial arsonist. But then tying it all to the only thing that ties it together is fire. All within a one-mile area, all within an abandoned home. It seems like some of the telltale signs are very similar. What? That it's all... It's Black and wood? It's within a one-mile area. It's in the <laughs> Eloise neighborhood. Uh, that's what the neighborhood is called, okay. of Winter Haven. Merely they're, a coincidence, everybody. Nothing to see here. in abandoned homes. <laughs> okay. They're actually always off of Snively Avenue within that one-mile area. Now, now you're putting it together, uh-huh. Inspector. Snively Avenue. <laughs> mm-hmm. Snively or Snidely? Snive. Snidely Whiplash Not Avenue. Snidely. Snively. V. I think I'd like to live on a street. No wonder they have abandoned homes. <laughs> Nobody wants to be there. Snively. I live in, where do you live? Oh, the one Snively. Pass. Mm-mm. Thank yeah. you. Well, you want to get out of there. Yeah. Fire prone. <laughs> it's not a serial arsonist, though. Mm-hmm. They don't want to really say that. Gets homes, people they just nervous. Uh, spontaneously combust. combust. Yeah. The Miami murder of fashion designer Gianni Versace is the subject of a new TV series, and his family is none too happy about it. Bobbidi-boo. It's I American- was wondering about that. This seems pretty uh, personal. American Crime Story, <laughs> colon, The Assassination of Gianni Versace, mm. premieres on the FX network uh, in a couple of weeks. The family says it didn't authorize the series. It did not authorize the book that it's based on, and it calls it a work of fiction. You don't, have to, you don't need permission. It's, all, it's based mm. on public record. Well. You don't need anybody's permission. Versace was shot and killed outside his Miami home in 1997 by Andrew Cunanan. Yeah, remember that? And then he started running. They found committed him in a boat. suicide as police closed in on him. Yeah, I do remember that. And he act- was in a boat? The he killer. Was, yeah. Oh. Found him in a boat. Another Boston Marathon guy, he was in a boat. Yeah, they like yeah, to go to land. Yeah, because yeah, they're but, always uh, nearby, it yeah. seems, the boat. But the boat the Boston Marathoner was in Had was on time. land. Right. Yeah. yeah. Didn't right, they happened. shoot through the boat? They did. They riddled it with <laughs> They're not boat. using that boat anymore. No, certainly. And what act- if that guy get paid for that boat? Get the patch kit. Hey, don't take it up with us. Call your insurance company. No, no. Get that stuff that they paint all right, on. Move it along. Nothing to see here. You know what's what I'm the, saying? What's that product that they the guy is does all the Flex in- seal. That. And that boat will be seaworthy made, no time. He made a boat out of a screen door. That's right. Can they can plug that? those holes with that stuff. They paint it on, bam, <laughs> it goes <laughs> in the water. Fine. There are a couple of corks in there. And no, boom, you you're ready to go. <laughs> not with, the, not, not with that, that stuff. Ah, you can do that with a John boat. I don't know if you can do it with a Chris Craft. Oh, boy. An annual electronic dance music or EDM festival is cruising out of Port Canaveral, but minus two dozen passengers, including a DJ. Prior to boarding the cruise on Saturday, 24 people were stopped by security and arrested on drug possession charges. Now, this is an EDM cruise, okay? Oh, my God, drugs on a cruise? Who can imagine? You just tell them to wait till they're in international waters? It's also part of the rave scene. I mean, they brought the stuff that they would have because it's a rave cruise. They they brought the rave drugs with them. Can't cruise without your molly. They, they had marijuana, cocaine, they had ecstasy. Wow. Among those arrested was an EDM, or electronic dance music, DJ, Ooh. who claims she has a medical marijuana card for the charges that she's facing. That's she, fair. She, oh, yeah, okay. She waved that go. around, and they said, get nice out try, of here. Nice try, honey. 
President Trump says a campaign against Oprah Winfrey would be lots of fun. In a White House photo op today, Trump said he would beat Winfrey handily. He noted that he knows Oprah very well and likes her. He also said he doesn't think she will run for president in 2020. She's Spec- got more money than he does, too. How does that well, feel, We don't Donald? know that. We yeah, don't know does. any of that. Speculation about a Winfrey run has been growing since she made that barn burner of a speech take a deep at breath, the everybody. Golden Globes so take a deep on breath. Sunday let's night. Start, let's stop the celebrity contests, all right? Mm, yeah. Bring boring back to politics <laughs> and get the job done. Not some expert in politics. Somebody who's an expert. Medical experts, Jim, say this flu season could be the worst on record. This year, the main strain of the flu going around is called the influenza A virus. It is coming in way worse than the swine flu of 09, which made thousands and thousands of people sick. The Center for Disease Control in Atlanta says this year's flu virus has so far sickened 215,000 people in the United States. Uh, in, in some states, the flu case, like in Arizona, the flu cases are up more than 750%. It's only a matter of time before there's a pandemic. Like 1918. To make matters worse, Jim. Oh, what the, happened in 1918, Jim? Oh, oh the what flu happened? killed 50, between 50 and 100 million people worldwide. Holy mm-hmm. smokes. The Spanish flu, sir? I don't know which one it was. Okay. To make matters worse, the flu vaccine is not proving to be very effective against this year's main strain because of a virus mutation. Si. When they started with this flu shot, it seemed to work. But then the flu has taken a zigzag, and now it, does, it doesn't cover you so much. Well, say if you got the shot, you just might be a little bit better protected. 10%, I think they say. Say if, you know, yeah. push comes to shove, get the shot. The wicked winter weather in Southern California is now officially deadly. At least six people dead due to the major rainstorm hitting the area. Jesus. Because the, first it was fires. This is why, though. It rained, and the, the fire area is all now mudslides. As a matter of fact, six... Homes. The pisser wouldn't. Six. Wouldn't they made it through the on fire. Your patio yeah. outside. So, oh boy, honey, isn't it great? These fires that got them all under control. Finally, all of a sudden, your house slips away from its foundation. It was knocked. All, six of them, all six, <laughs> waist high mudslide, knocked the homes off their foundation. Jesus. Rescue crews can't Damn. even get there because of the the, the debris in the way. Um, What's the live in that state? Oof. Yeah. Plus, the real estate is super expensive. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Was it like? Yeah. Twice the national average. Oh, probably. I would not be surprised if that was true. North and South Korea, Jim, are agreeing to hold military talks to de-escalate tensions on their little uh, peninsula. The two countries met face-to-face today for the first time in over two years. They have also agreed, now the two countries have agreed, Mm -hmm. to send a small delegation of North Korean athletes to the Olympics in a month, which are being held in South Korea. Um, But I don't think South Korea can give them the thumbs up. Sure, send them on over. I think that has to actually be approved and, and stamped by the Olympic what Committee. Are they, like a winter anti-aircraft competition? Mm, they'd win that, <laughs> wouldn't they? No, I don't know. But I do know that when I saw the headline, South Korea, you know, uh, North Korean athletes can go to the South I thought, wait a minute. South Korea, the host country, doesn't get to decide that. It's not up to them. It's up to the IOC. That's right. So when they've already said, oh, sure, come on in. No, you can't invite people. I don't think South Korea can invite them in. They don't have to say. That's right. That's what I thought. Because we've been host countries. We can't just invite people in. You know, I'll sit down and talk to you militarily about this, but that doesn't mean you can come in to the Olympics. Make some room. You guys slide over. North Korea is Push here. Over. Move over. Move over. Come right. on. We're going to let them in? No, you can't let them in. Squeeze Who together. can't let them in? South Korea. They can't let them in just because it's being in. held in South Korea. South Korea doesn't have a dog Thank in this. You. It's, the, it's the IOC. If the IOC mm-hmm. says North Korea can compete, you got to let him in. Yeah, that's true. But South Korea, apparently, they had a meeting yesterday. Yeah. 
they had a chat, and then South Korea said, sure, come on in. Well, no, you can't. You don't get permission to, from South Korea. I think it meant, you know, you can cross that, that area, mm. and we won't open fire like oh. we usually would do. Oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The, like, you guys can't shoot. Tell your guys not to shoot anybody. They're just figure skaters. Right. And then we'll let, open the door, and then come through, and we won't bother, and we'll put them in a, it's only, in a bus, and they can go to Seoul. Only if the IOC says so. A new luxury electric car is rolling out today at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. The car designer, Henrik Fisker, it's an all-wheel drive. It's called an E-Motion. Mm. That's the name of the car. <laughs> it features a 400-mile range battery, an upward open, you know, those doors that go up, the gull wing doors for the front and the back seat people, and a very, like, cool-looking interior. And, and the price of this new nifty new car, Jim? $129,000. Yeah, that'll come down. The Chinese have developed pavement now that has an electric grid in nice. solar-powered. So they have now have cars Seriously? that roll along the pavement and yeah. get their power from the pavement, which uh, comes from the mm-hmm. sun. We're getting our ass kicked. Oh, no. We're just getting our ass kicked. Solar freaking roadways. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. it. Right? That is the coolest thing ever. So mm-hmm. then you'll have a solar-powered driveway. Yeah. Uh, that will you charge uh, it up right there. Charge your oh, you house. Charge your house. Yeah. 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 And it can heat itself so snow would not stick to it. Cool. You never shovel. No Again. more plowing. No more shoveling. Well, it's a brave new world, isn't it? The line, uh, yeah. The lineup is out for the Bonnaroo Music Festival oh, that yeah. will take place this summer on a 700-acre farm near Chattanooga, Tennessee. I love that band. Eminem will be there. He's at every oh. festival. He's at that other one too. He's at the. Is this year? Coachella. Coachella. Now he's going to be at Bonnaroo. Eminem, the English rock band Muse, and the Killers are the top billed headliners, along with Cheryl Crow and uh, somebody named Sir Sly. Oh, oh yeah, we play them. Do you do? Yeah, yeah Sir oh, Sly. Sir Sly. Hi. We'll, we'll play them today. The concert takes place uh, on a weekend in June, so if you want to go there, it's Chattanooga. <laughs> I mean, in the summer. I don't know if that's good or bad. Ooh, it's humid. John Dickerson from CBS is joining Nora O'Donnell and Gail King as co-host of CBS This Morning, replacing Charlie Rose, who was fired uh, amid multiple sexual harassment like charges. Dickerson is was the moderator of the CBS Sunday morning show, Face, Face the, Nation. the Nation. Yeah, mm-hmm. Is and he still going to do that? His mother was a ABC correspondent. I think Nancy that's Dickerson think that's for many, many years. He's Points. really good at what he does. It's like, but what has he got to work Face six days nation. a week now? Mm-hmm. Come on, he, he went from one day a week to six days a week. Poor he's guy. He's got a hard job. Uh, his impressive track record, they say, and strong all-around journalism extends our commitment to real news in the morning. Hey, he's strong. He's good. Uh, the LG company makes a lot of things: appliances, yes. TVs, etc. Good. They are showing off. Now, this this consumer electronics show, I mean, there's all kinds of things. The first one was that cool Fisker car. I wanted to go. Now, it's showing off. Listen to this. How cool is this? Jack, you will be, you'll be, your tongue will be I'm hanging. There. You're, I'm there. Your what tongue you is hanging out. <laughs> yeah. LG is showing off a new 88-inch TV <gasps> that coils up like wrapping paper. Get out. Yeah. They unveiled what? it today in Las Vegas at the consumer electronics show. They have an 88-inch version, a 65-inch version. They're all 4K, whatever. They look and feel just like a regular TV. <laughs> it's the latest thing, the 4K whatever. It's that yeah. 4K where nothing's broadcast <laughs> in 4K, but it's that 4K yeah. whatever. Uh, 4K we'll whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. You know, yeah. you pay all this money for a 4K, and there's nothing in 4K. There, there's some. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Apple videos. TV. I got yeah. nothing. Anyway, a spokesman for LG says it is possible to see these TVs in the U.S. markets as soon as 2019, pending a government approval to move an LG factory to the United States. Ooh. Country music legend Loretta Lynn is recovering after Love falling her. and breaking her hip. Oh, Loretta. Ouch. 
She'll learn she, how to fall. She's up there. She's 85. She's not learning anything how to fall. No, they're teaching older people how to fall now. A message on her Twitter page <laughs> says she's doing okay. Her sister, Crystal. No, they are. Oh. Like stuntman school? Ow. No, it's essentially how to fall when you know yeah. you're dropping and how, yeah. to, how to drop and how to roll and do all that kind of stuff. Stop, drop, and roll. Hmm. All right. Well, people need to how to... Yep. Yeah. It's better than breaking stuff. Stuff not breaks when you're 85. Stuff breaks. Huh? Stuff breaks when you're 85. Well, you break, you'll break more if you don't know how to fall. Uh-huh. Wrists, hips. Yeah, hips, knees. Well, your hips usually stuff. break, and Ankle. that's when you fall. It's that's not, right. You're not oh. falling and breaking your hip. It's your hip, hip goes deteriorates. It gives and away, just... and then it gives way. Ugh. Yeah. I'm uh, looking forward to that day. Loretta Lynn, her sister is Crystal Gale, also a country music singer. She said she's doing all right. Writing on social media, Loretta's in good spirits, doing as well as can be expected with this kind of weird hip injury. And it was last year, Loretta Lynn wasn't doing so hot medically either because she had a stroke that forced her to cancel tour dates and delay the release of her latest album. Mm. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is bedazzling fans with her newly announced engagement to her producer boyfriend, confirming her engagement in a black and white photo with her and her boyfriend, soon-to-be husband, Brad Falchuk. I don't know him. He's a producer of some sort. Brad Uh, Falchuk? Yes, F-A-L. C-H-U-K, Falchuk. Mm-hmm. Rather. The, uh-huh. the newly engaged couple released a joint statement on Good Morning America. Yeah. And uh, there's a magazine with them, and they're happy, happy. It's all good. But Lena Dunham is breaking up. You know, Lena Dunham from Girls. Yeah, I'm tired of her. Uh-huh. And she's got some boyfriend Why? also. What's the matter with her? A little bit too strong. She complains about uh, everything. No, too she's smart, an act- a little bit too strong for no, you. No, she's, she's an activist. Uh, she's the one that got mad because... Not to get defensive. No, they were at an award show, yeah. and the gentleman sitting next to her didn't stare at her hard enough, and she was offended. Stare that at her hard enough? she wasn't staring at? Yes. I don't that know he wasn't that. checking her out. Mm. If you don't believe me, you can look it up. Multiple news outlets report that Lena Dunham and her boyfriend, Jack... To be honest, I just don't care. Jack Antonoff, they are, they're done, Jim. She's she's back Who? on the market, Pinkman. Lena Dunham and the boyfriend oh, God are, are out. Uh, I guess he's the front man for a group called... Is it Bleachers? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, anyway, that's him. Um, anyway, neither one confirmed anything officially, but Music that's what's nerd. on Twitter. And, and, <laughs> that's and, Fritz. And Pink, the uh, singer, the singer, Jim Pink. You know Pink, right? Yeah. She will be singing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl. She will take the stage at the U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, February 4th, right before kickoff. Who's doing the halftime show? Her first ever. She follows Super Bowl. uh, Super Bowl. Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Okay. Mm -hmm. Points. We all had it. I said points. I don't think so. No, you didn't. I finished first. Justin Timberlake, Jim. Uh, Now, others uh, have, you know, she's not the first famous celebrity to sing the national anthem. Others include Lady Gaga, Whitney Houston, Garth Brooks, among others. Mm. Uh Happy, happy birthday. Are we ready for happy, happy birthday? Sure. Okay. Uh, Oh, um, the uh, princess uh, married to William, Kate Middleton. Happy, happy birthday. Mm, Yes. Uh, Work off me. uh, 35. (laughs) 37. Oh, I thought she was younger. 36. On the dock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. Oh, my God. Thank you. Kate Middleton. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Pinkman. The Royals. I could not have done that without you. Whatever, bro. Kapooya! Kapooya! Happy, happy birthday today to uh, singer uh, Dave Matthews. Oh, Sea Lane's favorite. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I figured I would skip. 51. On the dock. Oh! Kapooya! Well, he looks younger. He does? (laughs) <laughs> he looks older, sure. doesn't he think? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> don't worry And about the it. guitarist for Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page. How old is he? 70. 
74. On the dot right there, oh, 74. Dang, you I got shut out. Did you know? Jim wasn't messing around. You knew it? Was, it? You did. I did know. Yeah. Jim didn't. wanted to lock down points. Everybody got a kapuya. It's all good day. That's yeah. the lottie da. Just call me Moira. Yeah, Joan Baez is 77. Anyway, Daryl Payne oh. from Perfection Dog Training, our guest next. He drops by once a month to answer your questions about their your dog's behavior. That's Daryl Payne next on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio Official, unofficial Phillips file birthday song that we've been carrying around for uh, years. Uh-huh. So happy birthday, Daryl Payne! Birthday. Thank you yeah, for the seventh yeah. Yeah. Fifty-three years old. Goodness me! Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. So <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you haven't oh, seen anything boy. yet. Yeah, my body feels a lot older. Well, happy birthday! Thank you, and welcome back. I know yeah. you're across the pond, as we like oh, to say, yes. for oh, the Christmas holiday. Yep, yeah, we're in Europe for three three weeks. Three weeks in Europe. Did three days in uh, Amsterdam, which was I've been there once before, but it was an experience for the uh, for the kids. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh huh. Yeah, we we wandered through and ended up coming through the uh, the red light district and with the kids. Uh, well, we didn't realize we we're in the late. Way to go, Dad! <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> parenting one hundred and one there. Anyway. Oh no! So we go past one window and there's a there's a girl in there who isn't wearing very much and uh, and my daughter who's fifteen uh, saw it and she went, "Well, yep, wasn't quite expecting that. Got to be honest." <laughs> well, you know, and my son, my son's eighteen, and, and he was all eyes. Yeah, I'm and sure, his yeah. friend. Well, you know, they can drink legally there. Oh, so, oh, no kidding! Oh, I yeah. bet that was a treat. It was. It was for them. Well, uh-huh. they'll never touch Heineken again, apparently. Oh, over, <laughs> over <laughs> jokes on that. Yeah, that, no. that that can happen. You have a little bit too much of yeah. something, and it's just the smell will. Uh, That's yep. it. Yeah, they can't even look at the Heineken <laughs> badge. <laughs> so I'm going to get a T-shirt for exactly. him. You know, we, yeah. So, Daryl Payne, of course, heads up Perfection Dog Training, has been a guest on this program for uh, several years now. So if you have any questions about the behavior of your dog, you can text us at Real Mobile 77031. Put a couple of callers on the air as well. We'll get some, uh, we'll get some Facebook uh, addresses and all that kind of stuff out of the way in a couple of minutes here. So here's uh, Tanya. Tanya, you have a question for Daryl Payne with Perfection. Go ahead. I do. Daryl, I have two dogs. One is a 10-month-old. And one is a four-year-old, but I've only had the four-year-old for six months. Right. They have completed some basic obedience and both did brilliantly. However, I'm having issues with dominance from the 10-month-old mm. against the four-year-old, who is the submissive of the two. Are they males, females? Both females, both right. stayed. Right, okay. There's... There's there's the there's the start of it. Actually, you've got two things going on there, really, because the um, two females is if if I was going to get two dogs, I, I probably would try to avoid having two females or two males. It's Why not is that? it's not impossible, but there's just a male and a female get on better together because the male does as he's told uh, by the female, <laughs> just which, like at home, huh? which apparently is the way, <laughs> yeah. the way to go. Very nice. <laughs> Although, see, Penny's in England at the moment, so oh, I, can, okay. I can do what I want now. Uh-huh. Um, so you've got two things. Both a they're both females, so they're they're vying for position there, and yeah. 
that falls in very nicely with the fact that the 10-month-old has become um, a teenager. And 10 months is when they start to push the boundaries. And so exactly what she's doing, she's pushing the older one for position in the pack. Mm. Um, generally, you really need to just let them get on with it unless it's turning nasty. But if one is the older one is submitting to the younger one, that's probably just the way they're going to be. So don't worry too much about it. No. You'll drive yourself crazy. Tanya, Keep trying is, it, to get in the middle is of it. it turning nasty? <laughs> so mm. I can say that because I intervene yeah. often that I end up getting bitten. Uh-oh. Yeah, you don't want to. No, you yeah. can't get Darryl's involved always said, don't get involved in that. Don't, doesn't that just settle itself out in one uh, form or fashion? Well, that's Thank called, you, Tanya. Yeah, that's called redirected aggression. Um, they're going at each other, then you get in the way and... You know, they they just bite anything in front of you. So if it is yeah. getting if it is getting nasty, then you're going to need to give me a call so we can work right. that out because it will be specific to your two dogs. Generally, if it's just rough play and one pins the other one, they find their level. It's a bit like water. I mean, is it level. like a jaw machine and you got your hand in there and they're just biting, biting? Yeah, they just and, biting your, and your hand happens to get in there, or yeah. are they redirecting their jaws towards your hand? Like, get it out of there because I got it's, work to do here. Well, it's it's just <laughs> something coming into their eye line which yeah. they then bite. It can happen at the front door. When dogs go crazy at the front door, um, they basically lose their mind. And if you're standing right next to them, if your leg or your arm comes anywhere close to them, it can get bitten. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens. In, they're not deliberately biting you. What they're doing there is just it's something coming into their eye line and they're biting it. So if it's going beyond we're just putting each other in our place and we're working at her, our level, if it's going beyond that, then you know, give, give us a call because – um, we'll need to sort that out so it doesn't end up in the. So it might be more of a defense mechanism. They just see something coming into their peripheral vision, and they're saying, "I got to bite this thing to get it out of the out oh, of the yeah. way." Yeah, well, it's it's part of the other dog. They okay. they don't really think that much about it. It's just something coming into their line of vision. But between these two dogs, um, if one was submitting and the other one was on top, yeah. and and then then they'll find the level. But if the other one's not submitting and it's it's fighting back, then we're going to end up in a dogfight. Okay. So then we need to sort that out. Jack, do we have some text questions? Absolutely. A couple texts coming in on Real Mobile, both uh, coincidentally about a Havanese puppy. Two different questions, and I'm partial to the breed uh, because that's what Jeter is. One wants to know um, uh, how do you uh, – best way to uh, potty train a Havanese puppy. And another person writes they just got a, a poodle Havanese puppy – rescue and fearful when they approach especially with a leech and will not come a leash not come when called how do they get him to get over his fear to be able to come when called and to put the leash on right so let's deal with the first one first um the potty training i have an easy is the same as potty training any dog really ask you a question yep. i've had dogs all my life i've never had a problem I'm, I, I don't claim to be a dog expert but i've never had a problem housebreaking a dog you watch the dog the dog gets up, the dog is sniffing around, you pick up the dog, you take it outside, the dog would rather pee outside than pee inside, and after a while gives an indication that when it wants to go outside, it gets up. I, I, I don't understand this well, problem with, with potty yeah. training dogs. It's Some dogs some dogs want to go outside. What you need to do is you need to teach them to, this is where you go to the bathroom, this is where you pee, this is where you poop, and then they want to go out there. Yeah. Some dogs, especially, and it comes onto the sort of the smaller dogs as well, uh, some dogs don't like to go out onto the wet grass. They're a little bit precious about that. So they okay. would actually right. rather pee indoors. It all comes down to good strategy early on. Now, this is puppy season. I am <laughs> I, I avalanche of puppies at the moment. Yeah, right. Right. So uh, so this is something which probably will mean a lot to a lot of people. Um, 
the strategy at this point is to get the dog out every single hour onto the same part of the grass right. Um, right. during the day. It's ideal if, if you're at home, then great. It's going to be a lot quicker than if you're at work and it takes a bit longer. But um, teaching the dog where it goes, first of all, and regularly going out. So every hour it goes outside um, to the same pot of grass. You don't need to give it a treat every time, but praise, you know, there's a, there's a good boy, good girl. That's how you teach them where they go. Um, now, with the Havanese and with some of, some of the dogs, they do get a bit precious about going out. Um, so it really is a case of... of just stick in with it, put them outside, even if it's a little penned area. Now, one of the problems we have here in Florida, which we don't tend to have in England, is um, the hawks and right. the birds of prey. With some of the very, very small dogs, especially the puppies, you can't leave them out in the backyard because... There are no hawks, you know, in, no gets, hawks in England? Did you, not, did you shoot them all? Not what pretty. <laughs> yeah, we've got... We know the royals. We they like to get now. out there and blast yeah. things out of the we sky. We killed everything big, and now we're down <laughs> to the small things, just the sparrows. So. Um, <laughs> but um, so we don't have those predatory birds out there. Uh, here, obviously, we do. So if you do need to leave the dog out there, because sometimes if you are... Uh, if you're standing next to them, you're distracting them. So if you do need to leave them out, put an umbrella up, like a, a, a beach umbrella... Right in a puppy pen, leave them out on the grass, let them pee, but teach them where to go. And what was the other one, Jack? The, you said About that? the leash. Uh, uh, very skittish when they try and approach with a leash. Uh, I, it would, I would assume that, that in a previous life that dog might have been hit with a leash. It could be, or it might just not want to go out as well. And it, it associates when you put the leash They're on, you take around. me out, and you, yeah, you don't, I don't want to take you out. Um, really, that, that's a slower process. It's not a correction basis. It's, it's building a positive... Um, input into that so you know perhaps put the leash on and don't take the dog out put the leash on give it a treat put the leash on play with it uh so putting the leash on becomes a nice thing mm -hmm. not not some right i'm now dragging you out to the car and that kind of thing so just let the leash trail around with it you know but build build a nice uh, a nice report for those people who are new to the program and might be saying who does he think he is well <laughs> about a little bit of background in a minute before i have to take a break Noted for uh, you know your handling of dogs uh, when you were a police officer and you yeah, I, I, dogs, that's where yeah. I, was, I cut my teeth. I was a, I was a police canine for many many years right. in England. I've, I was um, in charge of the uh, the bomb disposal canine unit at, uh, in London. Sixty bomb dogs. We had three hundred patrol dogs right. uh, that I was the supervisor of. Um, I've been training pet dogs now for 15, 20 years on both sides of the Atlantic. Trained probably over thirty thousand dogs. Um, it's just with dog training, it's experience. The more dogs you experience, the more um, the more you're able to help people. Let's just say he knows his stuff. We have all used Daryl yeah, in the have. past because of one particular problem or another with our dogs, and he is, for a want of a better word, a magician. It's Daryl Payne with Paul Affection. We'll take a little break and come back. More questions through uh, texting. We'll put a couple of you on the air with Daryl as well. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Phillips File for a Tuesday. Daryl Payne is our guest. He drops by uh, once a month to share his uh, wisdom. He's with uh, Heads Up, of course, Perfection Dog Training. Let's get some things out of the way. Let's get the Facebook address out of the way and Twitter and phone numbers yeah. just so people have it handy. Uh, I've used Daryl before, so is Mo, so is Jack. He does wonders if you have a small problem with your dog or a big problem with your dog or dogs. And remember, it only takes one session, two hours. That's, that's it. The, yeah, that's this is one of these guys. And as Daryl has mentioned so many times, you know, anybody can put out a shingle, say I'm a dog trainer, 
And uh, so who, who, I mean, who are you going to trust? I mean, there's no licensing requirement. There's no real there's training. No, there's no real training no, requirement. There's, no, there's nothing. There's no, you just it's not the policing of the industry. That's, yeah. that's the problem. But. Which is uh, so you have to be very, very careful with this kind of stuff, especially right. those guys that come along and say, "Oh, you need uh, ten sessions at yeah. whatever price that that's we it. charge." And, and there's other good trainers out there. But go onto onto my website. There's um which is uh, perfectiondogtraining.com. Have a look on there, and it's, um, if you're looking for a trainer and you're not close to here or you, know, you want to use somebody else because you don't like bald English people, I understand. Um, <laughs> but have a look, and there's like a checklist, and have, oh. a, have a look at that. And, These are questions you know, to ask the person yeah, in your or, area. Or, you know, sure. you know, has this person got this, 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 and this? You know, to safeguard yourself because it's a lot of money. You know, some of these people will charge you $1,000. Know, we don't, but it's, you know... Um, you got to protect yourself, and of course, you got to protect your dog because we're not talking about someone painting the house the wrong colour. We're talking about somebody who's dealing with one of your family members. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that they're, you know, they're experienced. No, this is a lifetime investment. You're absolutely correct. You can always uh, get the house repainted a different colour, but you know, right. we like to think if you're going to have an animal, if you're going to have a dog, that that's a lifetime investment. It's not something yeah, that absolutely. you just uh, throw away with the trash. And, and if they're not sure, I mean, you can. You're more than welcome to join the Facebook page if you go to Perfection Dog Training. USA members page, which is the longest name in the world, I know, but it's too late to change it now. <laughs> yeah. um, but if you go onto that, request to join, uh, Perfection Dog Training USA members page, request to join. And then if you've got questions or if you're not sure, hey, I don't think this is going to work in two hours, put the put the question on there. There's over 2,000 people on there. Many have had the training. Some have, are in the training. Some are doing the group training. Some the therapy, the search. Um, you know, ask the question on there by all means. You know, we've got nothing to hide but an open book. So, the website, the Facebook page. Um, How about a telephone number if somebody wants to make an appointment? Yeah, just give us a call, 407-456-1066. Yeah. 1066. We have any other questions from uh, texters, Jack, concerning their dogs? Oh, we get so many questions when it comes. Please ask if American dogs have a problem understanding him because of the British accent. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Initially, they do, but then when I teach them to, to bark properly, they're fine. That's absolutely fine after that. Huh? <laughs> That's the nice thing. No, the dogs understand me. It's the people that don't. Mm-hmm. Someone else writes, I have four aggressive chihuahuas next door. Oh, joy. Please ask Daryl if there's anything I can do about the barking. Wow. Noise are there machines out there? I, you always hear about these things. You oh, can yeah, hang in the sonic or a yeah. high frequency, whatever. And it'll get yeah, the, they don't. T- to me, it would seem that you, know, you start throwing out some high-frequency signal, the dogs are going to bark even more. Yeah, it, it, they, they don't work. These, these sonic things don't work. Um, with it's one, it's one of the most difficult things, actually, because for training to work, it needs the, um, the buy-in from the owner. Yeah. So if you've got a good relationship with your neighbor and you, know, you might want to split the cost with the neighbor or you know, for, for peace of mind, we can fix the barking, but we need the cooperation of the owner to do it. Um, you can't just use then, that air can on your side of the fence and well, every time lo- you hear it. There's lots of different ways of correcting a dog, and it's you know mm. you've got to be very careful when it comes to somebody else's dog. Sure. So that's why we need the buy-in of the owner. So if we if we get that, if you've got a good relationship with the owner, then we can work with them and and, and make everybody's life happy. Um, if not, I'm afraid it's going to be a case of just speaking to animal control and saying, look, you know they're barking all day long. They're doing this. I mean, Chihuahuas sort of come aggressive, really. They're the most tenacious dog I think on the planet. Uh, I went to a place really? once. They had they had six pit bulls and a chihuahua when I walked in, and they said, um, and I said, oh, well, I bet I know who runs this house. And they went, oh, watch this. Mm. And they threw a treat onto the ground with this pack of dogs, and all the pit bulls jumped backwards and left the chihuahua in the middle oh. with the treat. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh my! Why is yeah. that though? I mean, what's the? This is like small dog syndrome. I think they're just they're so tenacious. They 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 don't have they have no it's idea like how a big small they guy are. at the bar. I mean, really he thinks is. he can take on everybody, and a lot yeah. of times he'll <laughs> at least try. Yeah, because oh, he's no, got something to prove. Yeah, they've got you know so much bunk. These little dogs, they really have. They. <laughs> They don't back down from anything. It must be something in Mexico they feed them. It's, you know. I'm going to a wedding where they're including their two chihuahuas in the oh, wedding. Oh, dear. Yes. What? Seriously? Yes. Uh-huh. Do you want to come we... with you? Huh? I'll, I'll come with you if you want. Take video. <laughs> oh, no. The, the, the two sisters. What are they, the ring bearers? The, the, um, <laughs> no, no. They have ring bearers and flower girls and all that. that yeah, the bouncers. The, the, they're actually they're the, the bridesmaid. <laughs> giving the one, bride away. One bridesmaid is holding one dog. Why? And the, and the other, because these are their children. You know, these are their the, their family mm. members. They uh, want them included in the wedding. So they're they're including their dogs in the wedding. What could possibly Pardon. go wrong, eh? Like what everything. Possibly, yeah. how, about, how about everything? The dogs could, and, and these two sisters, these two chihuahuas, if they get too close to each other, they're... You know, oh, this has got to be videoed. This oh, is sister oh, chihuahuas or the sis- sisters no, with chihuahuas? two sister chihuahuas. The dogs are sisters. The bride yeah. and groom want to. These are their dogs, and they want to include them in the wedding. And so they're I including this, kind of this. You know, they're including their <laughs> chihuahuas in the wedding yeah. party. I don't like dress up dogs. They're dressing I them up just, too. I mean, oh I, my I god! Love, they're I love my. Up. I, lo- I love my yeah. dog. Yeah. But if, it's yeah. a, it's still a dog. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, you still do dog no. talk and all that. I mean, but oh. you know, dressing up dogs or you know, Halloween costumes or. These dogs have very cute outfits. Part of the yeah. wedding, I well, oh, yeah. I guess it's old school. I'm just, I just it's can't buy wedding into and that. That's con- it's in Miami, Don't and it's a would... yeah. Well, what I'm thinking is, once they get to the uh, front, you know, under the canopy or whatever it is, they're going to have a friend spirit the dogs up to the hotel room, right? Because otherwise, it could be a disaster waiting. Oh, to it would be a disaster. Well, I'll tell you what, once they've ruined the wedding, give them my card and I'll go over and fix it. Exactly. They nice. draw attention away from the oh, from the boy. bridal from party, the ceremony, yeah. or what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, and they're wearing outfits. The Jewish wedding. Half and half. Yeah, well, they're not going to be stepping on the. You know, you know they're what they're going to be stepping on, the, on. Oh, on dog poo. No, no they're going to be stepping on the dog. Oh, stop. Well, I'm yeah. just telling you that I'm waiting. That Mazel this, tov. Mm-hmm. I think before they ever get to that step on the glass part, the dogs will be upstairs yeah, in the hotel. So anyway. Do dogs need to wear booties? Oh, they're clear oh. cold. Actually, how many how many zillions of years have dogs been around not having to wear a booty? Well, there's there's certain times I I try to put boots on my police dog because we were right. working in an area where there was a lot of broken glass. And I can stuff understand like that. that. Oh, Maybe fine. an earthquake, yeah. searching yeah. for victims of an earthquake or yeah. something. Okay, I get it, but just. But you want to see outside. when you when you do it, you want to see it. I put these these boots on this German Shepherd. You would think he was walking on the moon. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. It was like his legs didn't belong to his body anymore. I took him off because I couldn't see the dog. It just it's humiliating. It was humiliating for him. For I him, was, not for you. It made me all sad. Like, why are you doing this to me? That's I think true. the dogs know that. I think they. I think I've, you've shamed them. Now. A lot more advanced than we give them credit for to a certain degree, and they go, "What you know? What is this all about?" Well, they don't like anything that isn't natural to them. To be honest, you know, once we took it off, he was fine. But we put. These boots on it was hilarious. Let me ask you a question about dogs' tails. Oh, what? Because I, I can't, I don't know the particular breeds, but I guess people still, in some cases, will cut a bob the tail, yeah, or bob the tail, yeah. or maybe do something with the ears. Sure, is yeah, that, that the kind ears. of stuff necessary? No. 
Well, actually, I'll, I'll say first, let's talk Show about dogs. The, the ears first. Sure. Um, I tell you what, I can't get my head around. And and cropping ears in Europe is is illegal. You can't do it. You cannot do it. Um, okay. And you can't dock tails now without a medical reason, and it has to be done by a veterinarian. So the days of putting a rubber band around it and letting it fall Aww. off are gone. Um, they're breeding oh, a lot of dogs like is... boxers and things like that now. Yeah. Um, Springer spaniels. They are breeding them with bobtails. So just about six inch tail, because those dogs, the very hyper ones, tend to hit their tails on doorways and break them and then spray the whole place with blood so it looks like a crime scene. Oh. Um, so they're actually breeding them now with bobtails out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the working dogs we tend to, bomb dogs, we, we tended to dock their tails, the springers there, because we don't really want them setting off devices. Um, so their well, tails would be a pisser, wouldn't it? They would out a bomb and oh. turn around to alert you and the dog, and the dog gets the whack, detonator. Whack, 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 so we, whack, we, we like to dock those ones. Um, but say it was done surgically. The ear cropping thing is purely aesthetic. And... I can't get my head around the fact that the AKC and the Kennel Club and all those people yeah. there, that the breed standard has cropped ears because dogs mm. aren't born with cropped ears. And their ears are floppy for a reason. The dog has ears um, which are necessary to its body. So you start cropping them, they get they get infections in there, mm. they're not protected, all this kind of thing. Right. Uh, I'm totally against ear cropping, I'll be honest. There we go. PawFectionDogTraining.com, that's the website. If you would like uh, to employ Daryl's services from Paw Affection, the telephone number 407-456-1066. When's Penny coming back? Uh, she's going to be back in April, May Ooh, time. My. Oh, my. So you're... I'm playing the whole... F- yeah, single father thing. And I'll tell you what, it's not difficult. It oh, was boy. Now yeah. you're really pushing it. it no, Are you a whole what? week into it? I thought it was going to yeah. be difficult yeah. feeding the kids. when they say it's such hard work. It's yeah. Yeah. You've yeah, done tried, it for four minutes. That's no. great. Well, let, let no, me no. tell you. You tried coal mining. Yeah, i tell you what. I, I, if you go to Costco's, you go to Publix, you go to Sam's, yes. there is free food there for the kids to eat. <laughs> this is how he's feeding them? Yeah. yeah I've, I've worked, you. And we just walk round and round. I've worked out now, if I go down to the mall at Altamont, if the kids give a couple of pints of blood each i get tickets for the, the cinema oh my god this is working out perfectly <laughs> this is fine. so wrong uh, this is just wrong uh, well and, and you remember that we went to the the uh, nudist camp for a dog oh, lesson that's right. yes. penny uh-huh. was with me well listen she's in april now so if anyone in in in, in, in the nudist camp needs dog training oh. i can come for a couple of days now <laughs> it's fine that's nice thanks daryl oh it's always good to my see pleasure. you Daryl Payne with Perfection Dog Training. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A flight delay caused a booking mistake and a girl got a whole plane to herself. Lucky. I wonder if she got all of the free peanuts or if they still only gave her one bag. Next, a man is $10,000 richer thanks to a dream he had about winning the lottery. This makes me angry. I've had several computer dreams about winning the lottery but I can't very well go to 7-Eleven now can I? Finally, a cat has been reunited with its family after going missing in 2002. Boy. He must have lived at least three of his lives while he was gone. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. Real Radio 1041 on Twitter. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. 
It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. I'm telling you, it's always a laugh right around here. That means that's just, uh, <laughs> okay, oh boy. okay, listen. All right, let's hear what's Ooh. in Jack's audio file. Sorry, oh, it's kind of inside God. stuff, but <laughs> it's the best. Stop it. All right, Jim, well, we do have some breaking news. Steve Bannon is out at oh, yes. Breitbart. He oh, is. they fired him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he quit. He's, he's stepping down. Well, I know the Mercer family pulled. Uh, you the know, funding. when the Mercer family says he's gone, he's gone. Mm. Well, it was, um, you know, this is on the heels of oh, Steve, the Trumpster. Uh, of a f- public feud with President Trump mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and where Steve Bannon was quoted quite extensively in the Fire and Fury book by Michael Wolff. Uh, even though Steve Bannon over the past uh, couple of days tried to walk back some of the accusations he made in, in, in the book about yeah, the president really. and the first family. Boy, oh boy, saving his ass, trying to. Mm. Yeah, here he is saying he regrets some of the comments. The president uh, getting a statement of regret from Steve Bannon. Uh, this is the first time that Steve Bannon has responded to the book. Oh, that's actually a a former Mm. White House aide, but here's a little more on the controversy. There's one word that's missing, a couple words that are missing from this statement. One of them is sorry. One of them is apology. He won't quite go that far, but Steve Bannon trying to hold on to his place in the conservative movement. Breitbart News is funded by the Mercer family. The Mercer family is, uh, uh, they're billionaires. And uh, they were ready to do a can even before this uh, book came out. And uh, you know, it's just the it's just the, the coup de gras. That's the way it goes. You don't know how to play the uh, the big field, the big game, Mr. Bannon. They got you. You know, they're people. They spend their lives, their whole lives in politics. This is what they do for a living. And uh, Bannon is the Upstart. type of person I, who goes yeah. to Washington. I'm going to change everything. You watch Drain this. You watch what happens. And time and time again, no, mm-mm. I have Sorry. To ch- check my Twitter feed if the president has chimed in on the latest with Steve Bannon uh, leaving Breitbart News, or should we say Sloppy Steve? And I guess uh, Sloppy Steve brought him into the White House quite oh. a bit, and it was one of those things. That's why Sloppy Steve is now looking for a job. There you go. That was uh, the yeah. president remember over when the I, weekend. This is so professional. Remember when I had a roommate we called Sloppy yes, Steve? Yes, I do. Yes. I was oh. there first. Take that, Trump. Sad. <laughs> now President Trump is talking about your roommate. Uh, speaking of the presidency, Jim, you uh, referenced it a little earlier. It stems from Sunday night's Golden Globe Awards. Oprah Winfrey was awarded the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Mm-hmm. Here's a uh, quick clip of uh, what she had to say. So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. And when that new day finally dawns, it will be because of a lot of magnificent women, many of whom are right here in this room tonight, and some pretty phenomenal men fighting hard to make sure that they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say, me too, again. There you go. All right, now don't get too full of yourself, and I don't mean that literally. But uh, everybody, let's just settle down a little bit with this Oprah as president thing, all right? Well, who's saying that? A lot of people are. Social media. Is Oprah? 
Because Stedman has. Really? He said she'd and make Gail a good King is kind of hinting. Yeah, they're hinting well, around. This is the latest of what Gail King had to say about but it. But I would bet my first, second born, and any unborn children to come. That ain't never happening. <laughs> never? Never. 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 Say never. I'm glad. I'll say never on this one. <laughs> never. N E V A H. Never. 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 Let's get back to the seriousness of politics. Let's bring boring back to mm. politics. People who are good at policy. Experts, smart people. This is what I happen to believe. This is what we need. Let's get a, start getting away from this. Uh, let's elect celebrities. As you say, leave the funding to the funny mm-hmm. people. So for that, we will go to the late night trio. Jim, it's oh, a new oh, year. Oh, oh, oh. It's oh, a new, new competition. Year. When's Conan coming on? Yeah, oh boy. Oh, soon. We're working on it. Uh, well, uh, what? Right after Rather? Yes. I'm starting oh, to believe. Oh. I'm starting to believe he's never actually extended the invitation for. Conan to come on the That's program. That's what you think. Yeah, He's it is busy. what I think. I, He's a busy man. I think I just told you what I think. Mm. <laughs> Matter of fact, I said, I think you've never done it. Yeah, semantics. Anyway. Got a the, chance getting Ed Till on here. Stop it. <laughs> How about Jimmy Fallon, James Corden, Stephen Colbert? They had a like topic last night. The trio on the possibility of Oprah running for president oh, in 2020. Jim, it's a new game. You get to decide who said it best? That right. Two of Oprah's close friends said she's thinking about running in 2020. While two of Trump's close friends said, please don't refer to us as Trump's close friend. <laughs> After such an incredible speech, people close to Oprah are saying that she could actually be convinced to run for president in 2020. <laughs> don't get too excited. Don't get so. Oprah hasn't said that she's decided to make a run for the White House or anything. She said she's not sure she wants to move into a smaller place. <laughs> Now, Oprah is denying any political ambitions, but two of her close friends told CNN she is actively thinking about running for president. Do we really want to elect another billionaire TV star? Granted, this one is uh, actually a billionaire, <laughs> actually a TV star. That uh, goes to Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. This is quick, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Boom, got right to the funny. Mo. Got it. It's a new contest, Mo. I know this. You can't just continue the old one, Mo. I know I started a new area. Need a new legal pad? No, I got it. I can get you a legal pad, Mo. Let's get a new legal pad. New legal pad for 2018. I like that's where I put it, so then every time I can look in the back. That's 2017. This is 2018. We're all good. Is Fallon undefeated this year? Yes, he is. He's leading the pack, though. One to nothing. Nothing and nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Also on television was a football game in Atlanta, which was exciting. Alabama versus Georgia, Good where game. Georgia led the whole game the until game, yeah. the fourth quarter. Lost the mojo. Alabama ties it up, misses a field goal. Yeah. Oh, man. God. You felt bad for that. I felt I bad for too. that kicker when you yeah. are the goat in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean greatest of all time. Um, but then uh, it all came back after a huge sack for a loss, 41-yard pass for the Crimson Tide. Yeah. trying to make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! <laughs> this freshman uh, kid at Alabama, man, what the hell? Hawaiian? Yeah. Yeah, he was great. And the, oh, the, yes, receiver, too. the receiver was a freshman as well. Yeah, it's good. good Holy game. cow, great game. It was, ex- it was what, Mo? Great game. Oh. But you think said I said Gate Green. Okay, good, good. Great Gains. That's a it's a <laughs> breakfast cereal or something. Yeah. Uh let's see. So uh Mr. Uh, uh Big Daddy 
Uh, mm. Actually gave us a little uh, a tease of this in the news. Jim, a lost cat came back. How long have they been putting chips in animals? Any well, idea? For a while now. Yeah. Maybe a decade? Maybe a decade? Ten years, mm, perhaps? Okay. I think maybe a little more. All right. Fifteen years ago, the Barnes family lost their cat, and there was a chip, but it took 15 years until, you know, someone read the chip, and they were able to ID wow. the cat and reunite them with their family, Aww. although the one thing about this audio, it's kind of pretty much matter-of-fact stuff. You'd think they'd be a little more excited about a cat <laughs> returning uh, after yeah. 15 years. Yeah. Just before Christmas, we got a phone call from a vet in Launceston. They said they had a cat. They'd read his microchip, and it was our Winston. It was absolutely lovely. We were able to go back and collect him. He was a bit of a sorry state when they, when they found him. His, his claws had grown into his feet, and he was all matted and quite a state. But uh, they've cleaned him up and sorted his claws out, and he's on his road to recovery. Don't you love it? I mean, oh, they're just so calm yeah, sure, and yeah. so, you know, it's uh -huh. just uh, we swear they're around to collect him. Lovely, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Darling, on your way home from the pub, collect the tea. cat. Would you like spot of tea? Maybe a cuppa. Well, is it a is it a cuppa? Cuppa. Cuppa. Is it a cup of tea? Can cuppa you say coffee. that where you want coffee? No, I think it's tea. It's just tea. Cuppa. I, I, I believe it is. Uh, yeah. I'll probably get that text any second. Oh now. boy. Did Daryl get his phone? He did. Okay, good. The, uh, uh, well, speaking of pets, you know, that is when a cat was lost, was reunited with its family. However, sometimes pets are separated from loved ones, uh, you know, and, and it's something that is a legal matter and it's divorce. Oh. And in the past, uh, pets have been dealt with as property yeah. in divorce. However, a new law in Illinois allows pets to be treated more like kids than property, including Custody. Yeah. Now the courts have the statutory authority to um, designate sole or joint ownership between the parties in terms of more of a sharing arrangement, something you more typically see with regard to children than typical property distribution. Got a pet you love? You live in Illinois, can't stand your spouse? Uh huh. There's hope for you yet to have visitation with Fluffy. Kind of a prenup. Do a prenup. I wish I would have had something like that because when my ex-husband left, no, when he left, you have a I'm not that's personal. No, when he left the house, when my ex-husband left the house, he took our dog, our what? family pet. He he, le you know, the kids and the and the house all stayed with me, but he took our dog. Yeah, but I mean, was it at three o'clock in the morning? I mean, uh, was there any discussion about this? No, or no he discussion. Just he picked up the dog and and left. Correct. Well, you, oh, did you say where the hell are you going with the go, dog? Yeah, Put well, it this way. It, this would never happen, but let's say Jim said, Catherine, I can't take it anymore. He's leaving. That dog is staying with Catherine. It's Catherine's dog more it's, than it is mine. Right. So I love the dog, but it's really... Right. And there's usually one or the other in a couple that yeah. the, the, the yeah. animal is a little more closely bonded to. Well, Wouldn't you admit, Moira, that that dog <laughs> yeah, was a little on, more though. closely bonded with your ex? He was certainly... A little, just a little bit maybe. more. Maybe 55, 45... Yeah, but don't forget, I think I get up because... Or 90-10? No. <laughs> I think I, I get many more bonus points because the kids were there and their hearts were broken. Not only did their dad yeah, leave, but they point. took the door. All right. All right. That's right. Very That's good same. point, counselor. Good lesson using the kids to get your way. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's continue here. Um, so, anyway, pets are now part... It can be in a custody fight in Illinois. Wow. Now, here's the deal, Jim. Judging by the way you guys look, Judging by the fact that you guys are here, yeah, 
Mega Millions went by without a winner on the file. Damn it. Powerball went by without a winner on the file. And this might be a good thing. What? Because according to the CBS4 News, about 70% of all lottery winners Mm -hmm. end up broke within (gasps) seven years. I wouldn't doubt it at all. I wouldn't doubt that. It's a crazy number. I wouldn't be surprised. Once this person wins the lottery, they become a global target. There are literally people across the world who put these people on a list to harass and harangue and try to sell bad investments and also just flat out try to take their money. You got to get lost and you got to set up layers of accountants and lawyers. If you got that kind of money, you can do it. It almost makes me think that for one, for one argument for the the, the 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 payments instead of taking the lump sum, this might be an argument for the payments. Could where be. you can only do so much damage annually. I think people actually think, geez, I was smart and I mean get this. I mean I think there is a certain enough. thought process. Hey, I'm smart enough to win the lottery, therefore I'm smart enough to know how to spend it wisely. Mm-mm. Here's reporting to <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm smart enough to pick the right numbers. Here's some lottery winners who lost it all. In 2002, Jack Whitaker hit the Powerball jackpot, winning nearly $315 million. Years later, his family life fell apart, and he was arrested twice. Abraham Shakespeare of Florida was murdered after winning $30 million. And just this week, Powerball winner Marie Holmes made headlines after spending millions bailing her boyfriend out of jail yet another time. (laughs) Seriously? Marie. Please. Oh, Marie. I'd go out for cigarettes and never come back on that guy. Tell you what, sweetie, you got that kind of money. You can find yourself another boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, probably she becomes more attractive. Yeah, right away. Finally, Jim, we God like Almighty. to uh, leave it on a little more positive note. Although sure. this might be a darker positive note, I believe, Jim. Last time uh, I was together with you, you were uh, recommending a couple of uh, television programs available through Netflix. Yeah, American Vandal being one. I like it. I did watch the first episode. Did you like it? Interesting enough, I think if you're in the right mood, I think that is a fun watch. Yeah. Um, and I did watch an episode. But, however, the one I want to get into is I watched the first episode a long time ago, and I, I, I would like to resume watching this. It's called Black Mirror. Yeah, I believe that it. was one you've been watching as well. well. I saw the pig episode. All right. Well, here that's the one <laughs> I've seen. It was excellent. The pig episode. Yeah, it's very good. Right. There's, a new video, there's a new video out with 101 facts about Black Mirror, and it's just, it just talks about it. But here's yeah, a, a short 30-second clip with facts mm. about Black Mirror. Black Mirror is a sci-fi anthology television series created by British writer and comedian Charlie Brooker. Episodes of the show are standalone works, usually set in an unsettling near future Mm -hmm. or alternative present. The series exhibits dark, disquieting, yet also satirical themes as it examines modern society, particularly with regard to the daunting possibilities and unanticipated consequences of novel technologies and our dependence on it. The show has repeatedly been described as techno-paranoia. So, yeah, there's that. It's the so Twilight Zone. It's a modern version yeah. of the Twilight Zone. Once I heard it described like that, I was like, yes, that's what I want to watch. It's good. So I'll be adding that, that to the That pig one, though, is like, woof. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't watch it, Mo. I think you'd like it, too. Really? Yeah. Not too scary? No, it's not scary. Uh, it's the, it, uh, it, no, it's, it's weird. It's, it, it's, I, maybe unsettling might be a proper description, but it's not. Nothing where you go, ugh. If you want to see the all 101 facts about Black Mirror, that video posted on our website, realradio.fm. You click on the Phillips file, you find it all there.
along with a video of a, a tobogganing dog. Yeah. And Pinkman, what else did we uh, post today? Oh, the, oh, the, the sandbags. sandbags. Yes, the, the front loader loading multiple sandbags at a time. Jim, you've been asking for it for years. Why Finally, didn't I some, think of that? Someone I mean, heard your call. Somebody said, you know, he's really got a, he's really got a, you know, something to say. A there. brainstorm there, and, yeah. And so let's get working on this before this, because this goof's not going to get it done. And they came up with this idea. Instead of people, oh my God! Every time you, every time you watch hurricane coverage, there's some poor sap, you know, mm-hmm. the sand pile filling a filling a sandbag with a shovel. You know how that's going to end up. Like it always Somebody ends up hurt, three or hurt. four bags and they're through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then you get a blister on your hands or your back starts to hurt, and it's like I got to go home. Exactly, and then Take your back bath. hurts so much you can't do anything to save your house when the waters rise. No, so go check go check out this uh, new system for filling sandbags. That's like the audio, audio file for today. All right, Jack, good job. Thank you very much. Here's what we're going to do, because we have to shift things around. We do when Daryl Payne comes in, but there's no problem with that. So when we come back, a bonus round of closest to the pin, someone's opportunity to win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of their life. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is... Closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. And hey, don't forget, Fritz on the street, about an hour away. Time right now for that bonus yeah, bonus round of closest to the pin. John is on the line. He'll play against Pinkman. He wants to win that You Matter business card, guaranteeing him good fortune for the rest of his life, as we know and John knows. If he loses, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, of course. You will head to the soundproof booth. Mm, Bring you back okay. in a couple of minutes to present these questions to you. And set your handicap and all that good stuff. Let's get John. Let's get this going. All right, John, you ready to play? I am. Happy all right. Well. All right. There you go. All right, John, I got 10 questions for you. As you well know, if you've been paying any attention, they're all interconnected. But don't worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. Ten questions. A countdown for John. Speak right into the phone, John, so I can hear your answers. Here we go. In three, two, one. John, Kendrick Lamar performed at halftime during last night's collegiate football championship game in Atlanta. How old is Lamar? 26. Lamar's third album was titled To Pimp a Butterfly. But the opera Madame Butterfly by Puccini was first performed in what year? 1928. Butterfly in French is pronounced Papillon. The movie Papillon with Steve McQueen came out in what year? 1968. Dustin Hoffman was in that movie with McQueen. Hoffman is how old? 71. Abby Hoffman was a celebrated anti-Vietnam War activist who founded the Youth International Party, or Yippies. Hoffman died at what age? 83. Abby Normal was a brain that was part of the plot line in the Bill Brooks movie Young Frankenstein that came out in what year? 1974. Brooks Brothers is a clothing line that was established in what year? 19. 19- The country music duo Brooks and Dunn broke up in what year? 
2012. Leon Eric Kicks Brooks of Brooks and Dunn is how old? 46. Get it within 25, you went out right. If Kicks Brooks was a crow in Nashville, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Memphis, Tennessee? 160. Time. All right, there you go, John. What did John. you say, within how many miles? 25. Okay. You said 160. I got it. All right, here comes Mr. Pinkman. Got it. And Mr. Pinkman's handicap is always set at 15, but we allow him to roll the dice. Whatever he rolls the number, we will take off 15, and that will be his official handicap for the day. Mm-hmm. Mr. Pinkman, do you have the dice in hand? I am about to have the dice in hand. Mm. Oh, <laughs> let me get it for you. Don't get up. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Jeez. Boy, oh boy. This is the way you run a small business, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's losing weight, though. He has lost See? weight. I asked. I told you he was slim fit. Oh, I don't agree with that. I heard him make the claim, but. Ah, he's slim fit. No, he's uh, he's lost some weight. I can I can tell that. Nailed it. What, you switched to vodka? That's exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good move. Yeah, get away from that brown drink. Yeah, so now they removed his liver, lost weight. Uh-huh. What'd you grill? Eight. All right, there you go. Seventh second handicap. Are you ready? I have ten right. questions for you. Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky Kendrick Lamar performed at halftime during last night's collegiate football championship game in Atlanta. How old is Lamar? 29. Lamar's third album, titled To Pimp a Butterfly, but the opera Madam Butterfly by Puccini first performed in what year? Uh, 1894. Butterfly in French is pronounced Papillon. The movie Papillon with Steve McQueen came out on what year? 63. Dustin Hoffman was in that movie with McQueen. Hoffman is how old? Uh, 78. Abby Hoffman was a celebrated anti-Vietnam War activist who founded the Youth International Party, or Yippies. Hoffman died at what age? Uh, 68. Abby Normal was a brain that was part of the plot line in the Mel Brooks movie Young Frankenstein that came out in what year? 72. Brooks Brothers is a clothing line that was established in what year? 1878. The country music duo Brooks and Dunn broke up in what year? 97. Leon Eric Kicks Brooks of Brooks and Dunn is how old? Uh, 53. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Kix Brooks was a crow in Nashville, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Memphis, Tennessee? 212. Time. Oh, boy. There you go. Where? Wow. All right. Oh, we're doing it now. Uh, here we go. How old is uh, Kendrick Lamar? John said. 26. And Pinkman. 28. He's 30. Oh, Pinky. Madam Butterfly by Puccini first performed in what year, John said? 1928. Pinkman. 1894. 1901. That's Yay. Pinky. Uh, Papi on the movie with Steve McQueen came out on what year, John said? 68. Pinkman? 63. 73. Uh, that's John. How old yeah. is Dustin Hoffman, John said? 71. And Pinkman? 78. He's 80. Oh, 80 years old. Pinkman. Yeah. Uh, Abby Hoffman, the uh, anti-war activist, died at what age, John said? 83. Pinkman? 68. 52. Ooh. Died at 52. Oh, boy. Uh, Abby Normal. <laughs> uh, <always laughs> what funny. a great segue. Uh, Nailed it. Abby Normal, uh, part of the narrative in the plot line, part of the plot line in the movie Young Frankenstein, Mel Brooks movie, came out on what year, John said? 74. And Pinkman? 72. Right on the money, 1974. Oh, boy. He's catching up. Brooks Brothers is a clothing line that was established in what year, John said? 1970. And Pinkman? 1878. 1818. Oh, boy. Nailed it. The country music duo Brooks and Dunn broke up in what year? 
John said. 2012. Pinkman. 97. 2010. There's another one for John. Two to go. Leon Eric Kicks Brooks of Brooks and Dunn is how old? John said. 46. Pinkman. 53. No, he's 62. Oh, Pinkman. Get it within 25, you win outright. What's the score? It's six for Pinkman, four for John, but that could all go away now. If Kicks Brooks was a crow in Nashville, he would have to fly in how many miles to reach Memphis, Tennessee? John said. 160 miles. Pinkman said. 212. The answer... If Kicks Brooks was a crow in Nashville, wanted to fly to Memphis, Tennessee, he would have to fly a total of 212 miles. No way. No way. Right, right Stop on it. the money. What? 212. Wow. It's 212. So you Congratulations. Win and you win. I'm sorry, John. And nice win. try, but man, he just blew you away, certainly, at the end. Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Remember, wow. Close only cool. counts in Nice. What a time to be alive. And <laughs> What's my record? Two and two. Nah, lame. Wow. Could be better. What's right on the money. I can't believe that. What? It I is. should win the whole year based off that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that says something. I mean, that's the insane clown posse, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's that level. Yeah, it's just after that, you go, why even bother Oh, anymore? stop the presses. I'm saying. What now? Stop the presses. The insane clown posse. Right, no. hired, hired back uh, Bannon? No. No, they hired... <laughs> According to Channel 9... What? Yes? Green Meadows Petting Farm is being forced to shut down and move. What? That's what I said. I went there in kindergarten. Everybody goes there in kindergarten. Uh Uh-oh. It's it's shocking. I can't even stand it. Here's a hand sanitizer. They forced to shut down why? No, no, I'm looking looking it up. That's according to Channel 9. illegal or they're just running out of money? They're being forced to shut down and move. I don't know what that means. I'm checking Eminent domain. A road. Oh. What a treatment plant. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm investigating. Maybe they make it a killing. I'm hoof looking and mouth at mouth disease. <sighs> what is it, Mouth? Did you say hoof and mouth disease or hoof and mouth disease? Because <laughs> it sounded to me like hoof and mouth. Sure. Hoof and mouth. Hoof and mouth disease. Bob and a boop. Bob and a boop. How you doing? I don't know, but I'm very excited about this. Hey, Benicio, you got the hoof and mouth disease. I don't you find niente. See. Cheapers. Well, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, now we need Jack to know. Put my foot up with <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh, my. Oh! Excuse me. I snorted one time. Got my goals. Marinade. Marinade. Yeah. yeah. Rigaton. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ravioli. Yeah, go uh, give me uh, a sandwich. Sang? <laughs> a sandwich. Uh-huh. Sandwich. Yeah, with plenty of marinade. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. Mm. Double Stugats. <laughs> Double Stugats. Double? Well, boy, yeah. it sounds like a little... I make it a triple. Anthony, you did a good job. Everybody sing. Saw Henry Hill. You saw him? I thought he's dead. He is dead, but I saw him in a documentary about point shaving at at Boston College. Was it Boston College? Yeah. Cool. He didn't look like he was such a tough guy. Well, he did in the earlier photographs, but as an old man, he didn't. He did when he was Ray Liotta. Yeah, but Ray Liotta wasn't. Did he play Henry Hill? Yeah, yes, he played Henry he Hill, yeah. Darn good, too. Mm. It was a good movie. So that's always a, that's a, that must stop and watch for oh, a yeah. while. It's a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if it's on TV and all the F words are edited out creatively. And that crazy about when that happens, they got the commercials. Just, Just when you're getting into it. Yeah, a movie like Goodfellas. 
Yeah. Cocaine, the helicopter, the Rolling Stones. Yeah, Joe getting Pesci. beat up at a bar. Oh. I don't know what I'm saying. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> on the Green Meadows Petting Farm website. Yeah. Big news on the open. Big news, we're moving. Oh, great. They're moving. Our yeah. last operating day will be Thursday, January 18th. Where are they moving to? Where are they located? I don't even know what Kissimmee. you're talking about. They're in Kissimmee. That's a big deal. They're moving to Winter Park. I don't know. They're right by <laughs> in your backyard. They're going to put all the animals right there. Coming to the 32789. They've been there for 30 years, that wow. location. Bye-bye. So where are they going? It just says thank you. Sign the Green Meadows Farm Team. Now I want to know where they're going. I don't know. Maybe they don't know yet. There's no forwarding address. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I we're moving. That doesn't mean that they're going to open up. They're all just the- moving. Maybe somebody came along and said, we'll give you a zillion dollars for this property. Mm-hmm. Said, okay. Yeah, we're out of here. Now all the goats have to stay in one of the uh, employees' houses. <laughs> That's good. You have to mow. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Google does lawn. that. See? Yeah, it looks so terrific, too. Unless when the, the goats, goats chew it up. Of, yeah, exactly. It's mm. more fun when you work in a bar and they close. And you take the booze home. Oh, is that so? To live yeah. with you. Yeah. Oh. Not, not the sheep. Mm. Well, things change in the... Wonderful world of Central of Florida. Farming. Don't they yeah. change? Well, they sure do. They shouldn't change in yeah, Green we Meadows gotta, Park. Yeah, we have to expect farm. change when you're a farmer. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you know, you're dealing with Mother Nature. There are things you cannot control. Yeah. Jim. When you, you beg to God uh, for something good. Uh, you know what's changing at the Orlando Science Center? They have added a new virtual reality room and, and tech center. Mm. And Otronicon kicks off this weekend. And it's all, uh, you know, gaming and technology. And it's uh, open to kids and families and, and grownups. It's events all weekend long. You can see it online at otronicon.org. Yeah. But every year uh, when the event comes around, Scott Maxwell, a writer for the Orlando Sentinel and Orlando Mayor, Mayor Buddy Dyer compete in some type of uh, technological challenge. It's in the past, it was Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, well, they do. This they one. played football. Today was a brand new virtual reality flight simulator that they have, oh. and they it, this well, is this is a new. Yeah, uh, you? Yeah, this is a new Go feature ahead. at the Orlando Science Center that will be there all the time, oh. and they're debuting it. This weekend, I got to go uh, be a part of it today. What kind of flight simul- simulator? So you pick I, your plane. You need no. They it's the latest. It's it's not a Harrier jet, but it's the kind. I forget the name of the jet, but it can uh, it takes off, but then it has the hover things that turn yeah, down, right. and then you can land it like a helicopter. That's the way to land. It's crazy cool, but it's a two person flight simulator. So Scott Maxwell had the goggles on. He was the pilot, and he had the joystick for the game to fly the plane. Yeah. I was the wingman, like Goose. If he was Maverick, I was Goose. And I had to like bring up the landing gear, uh, change flight modes, take off the, the brake and stuff, and then kind of navigate him yeah. where he was flying. It, it was a lot of fun, and it's going to be you know open oh, to the public that. at the Orlando Science Center. It's pretty cool. Otronicon.org for all the details on this weekend's activities. I'd like to have a flight simulator. Really? Mm. Yeah, I think it'd just be a, something, yeah, maybe a pinball machine. A regular round of <laughs> closest to the pin upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to text in and win tickets to see the sold-out Alter Ego show in Los Angeles is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Oh, it's the dealio on this farm. Oh, oh so get this. What? Apparently, the land they were on was rented, and the renters sold it, so mm-hmm. now they're looking for new land. The owners sold it. Well, whatever. Yeah, it's just one of those things. The land became so valuable because of the growth, because of the progress yeah. and growth that they said, you know, it was an offer they probably could not refuse if they got to the point where, hey, we need the money in our old age. Who knows? Ah, now I'm sad. They're closing on the 18th. Sad. They're open for nine more days. And I think they're offering some discounts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but if they want to move, then they're not ready to, like, you know, pack it up. Yeah, but maybe they're moving and they're moving. So that doesn't they're mean they're going to open up. We're just moving. Yeah. Oh, uh, go so put like a goat. Toledo? I don't know. They're from Wisconsin. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they got some up there in Kankakee. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know I'm saying? Up, there, back to up there in Lake Whitefish. But, oh, boy. Oh, what are they going to pet some smelt? <laughs> no. Right. Smelt. Right. No, there's no smelt. <laughs> Says you. Yeah, of course oh. it's bait. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can, you don't know what you're doing until about, you smelt oh, bait. Oh, no, you got to pet them first, too, so oh, they yeah. trust you. Uh, How about a, an old supermarket? That could be a petting farm, right? How? I don't know. We have an Albert, a former Albert, Albertsons that's been empty for a couple years I think now. That's a good idea, but I, who wants to go inside a building? Hi, welcome to the farm. <laughs> it doesn't seem it's farm. Like the, it's more like the Humane Society. I, it doesn't seem farm-like up there. I know where you mean. There's some hay on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the linoleum is showing. I need more hay. Right, boys and girls, just make believe you're in a big square silo. <laughs> All right, time for that regular round of closers to the pin. I'm playing against Joseph. Tim is the backup. I will head to the soundproof booth. As Jim makes his way out of the studio, Mr. Pinkman will describe the prize. We have a pair of resort, or sorry, excuse me, a pair of tickets to the Diamond Resorts Invitational. The Diamond Resorts Invitational returns to Orlando this week, January 12th through the 14th, at Tranquilo Golf Club at Four Seasons Resort, Orlando. With PGA Tour legends, LPGA stars, all-star celebrities, and more. That's all benefiting Florida Hospital for Children. You can visit DRIGolf.com for tickets and details. Fine job, Mr. Pinkman. Thank you very much for that description. Let's welcome our player, Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well, and you? Very good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, You know, with every new year brings... Another new event, at least for the past 10 years, and that is the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off. It's happening this Saturday up at Seminole Harley-Davidson, and it raises funds for Crime Line. And it's a fun and tasty event. And because of the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off this Saturday, Brad, our co-producer for All Gaming, wrote a category. It's getting chilly in here. Facts and figures about chili. All right, bring it on. All right, Joseph, let's do this. Going to reset your clock and go three, two, one. According to What's Cooking America, chili was introduced to America by a group of immigrants from the Spanish Canary Islands in this year. 1820. The first world championship chili cook-off was held in Terlingua, Texas, in this year. 
1948. Chili manufacturers in the state of Texas successfully lobbied the state legislature to have chili proclaimed the official state food of Texas in this year. 1990. Chili con carne was first featured in at the World's Fair in Chicago in what year? 1920. According to Guinness, the largest serving of chili con carne was cooked up in Minto, North Dakota. How much did it weigh? Uh, a thousand tons. Holy Toledo. Yeah, okay, a thousand tons, guy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Joseph's going to put you on hold. A thousand tons? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of weight. That's 200,000 pounds. That is. Points. Hashtag yeah, okay. math. I'm sorry. Pinkman, you're getting points for that one. Yeah, uh-huh. take Good. that. I'm winning Fritz on the street. It's, Ooh, that doesn't count for that, though. Yeah, huh? All right. If you think that's an indicator of how you'll perform, then perhaps. It is. Perhaps you're right. It's an indicator of my strength intellectually. I'm a very stable genius. <laughs> Why is the Pink Panther showing on the screen? You know, uh, I was watching that when I was out there, too. Was C Lane watching that during Maybe. the uh, midday show? I think so. He's a big Steve Martin fan. Hmm. And it's still playing? That's a stinko movie. It was terrible. Pink Panther? <laughs> the one that, with that, Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Uh, the reboot. Yeah. One of the reboots. Whose bright idea was that? Mm-mm. Harvey Weinstein? Stop it. Ooh, <laughs> probably. Uh, Harvey gets blamed for everything bad now. Mm. Hashtag thanks, Harvey. <laughs> mm. All right, Jim, you're playing in a round submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. Yeah. In, uh, in advance of this Saturday's big event, the 10th annual Crime Line Chili Cook-Off. That's a good time. It is a good time. Uh, many members of... Real Radio will be taking part and or judging the events, and we look forward to it each and every year. Always happens in January, and uh, it's a great way to start the year. So we have a category. It's called It's Getting Chilly in Here. Facts and figures about chili. Yeah, bribes are welcomed by the judges. Really? (laughs) Yeah, well, they're media people. Yeah. (laughs) We know that the fake news people can be bribed. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sad. All right, what what are we doing? Chili? Yep. Questions Ready? about chili? That's yep. right. Well, it's in South America. What's the population of chili? That's, 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 All right. That's Chile. Or is it? You ready to go? Sure. In three, two, one. Uh, According to What's Cooking America, chili was introduced to America by a group of immigrants from the Spanish Canary Islands in this year. Oh, uh, that would be uh, 1830. The first World's Championship Chili Cook-Off was held in Terlingua, Texas Uh in this year. 1926. Chili manufacturers in the state of Texas successfully lobbied the state legislature to have chili proclaimed the official state food of Texas in this year. 1981. Chili con carne was first featured in at the World's Fair in Chicago in what year? Uh, 1910. According to Guinness, the largest serving of chili con carne was cooked up in Minto, North Dakota. How much did it weigh? Thousand pounds. Wait, what? Thousand pounds. Okay. Isn't it actually Minot, North Dakota? Yes. I was going to ask. I was going to say that before. Change it unclean if I lose. Also, I was wrong on math. It's two million pounds. Shut up, texting service. Yeah. I hate you. Not Minto. Oh. He's got it. M I N T O. M I N O T is my not North Dakota. So my not, yeah, exactly. Well, this is in oh, Minto. Oh, yeah, it's way up there. No, it's not in Minto. According to Brad, it's in Minto. <laughs> Take it was that, a typo. Brad. He juxtaposed the letters. Yeah, the breath freshener, uh, or maybe his uh, spell check automatically fixed it for him. Yeah, it's a sister city. The freshman <laughs> yeah, town. Minto. Sister city. It's my not. 
Oh, boy. My nut and Minto. <laughs> Why not my nut? That's the fresh maker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ready boy. to play? Sign <laughs> here. <Yeah>. Stupid. <laughs> Minto, Minto. Just, just so stupid. <clears throat> my not. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. My not. Sign here. I did. Sign here. I my not what your Mentos <laughs> can do for you. <laughs> Breathe here. All right, let's go. All right, let's go this game. What's cooking America? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the Spanish Canary Islands, the, uh, a group of immigrants came from there to here with chili. Yeah. What year? Spicy Spanish stew, it was known as. What, what year? year? What year? <laughs> what year did Why they not? come here from the Canary Islands? <laughs> okay. What year? <laughs> Joseph, Joseph said. 1820. And Jim. He won, uh, well, not one upped him, but he went up to 1830. Oh, really? Wow. Oh. 1731, Joseph oh, gets the point. The way, oh, okay. no. <laughs> the first World Championship chili cook-off was held in Terlingua, Texas. They're going to say something about you when you said yeah, that, too. Wait for that text. It's coming in. <laughs> Terlingua. Yeah, it's, it's Terlingua. It's going to come in any second. It's Laredo. You know. <laughs> Terlingua. It's, it's oh. the number letters all mushed oh, together. They pronounce it Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Competition ended in a draw, but uh-huh. what year was it? Yeah. Joseph said? 48. Jim? 26. 1967. Damn. Joseph gets appointed. Oh, man. Nothing. Joseph, you're taking me down, man. Well, we'll see. How about the year that Chile became the official state food of Texas? Thanks to chili manufacturers lobbying their legislature. Mm-hmm. What year did that occur? Joseph said? 1990. Ooh. And Jim? 81. The year? Mm-hmm. 1977. Oh. Jim is on, on the, the board. board. Two to one. Two yeah. to go. Yeah. Come on, Come on. Come back, kid. Chili <laughs> con carne. That's with meat. Uh, <laughs> first featured at the World's Fair <laughs> right, in Chicago you. in what year? What year? Joseph said. 1920. 1920. And Jim. 1910. 1910. The year was? Yes. 1893. Jim ties the game. game. Oh, also featured (laughs) at that World's Fair in Chicago. Cream of wheat, juicy fruit gum, and Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. PBR, that's a good time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, bro. I don't like beer, but everyone says it's a good time. It's good if you mix it with juicy fruit. Too sweet. Mm. Oh, is it? Sweet. PBR. That's supposed to be sweet. Yeah, PBR. That used to be the the beer of choice for down at Church Street Station. Oh, a nickel beer night? Nickel beer night, yeah. perhaps, because it was so damn cheap. Right. And then it became a retro millennial thing. Yeah, because they didn't Very, cheap. Yeah, the hipsters <laughs> fell for the marketing. That, Which is no marketing. They're not marketing anything. It's still cheap. Come on, bro. Yeah. It's still the cheapest beer out there. Yeah. Right on. And now it's hip. Hey, we have a tie. Mm-hmm. We're we down to-, to the final question. Yeah. We need to break this tie. Mm-hmm. According to Guinness, the largest serving of chili con carne, that's with, with meat. meat. Yeah, we know it's meat. <laughs> was kicked up bless. in, according to Brad, Minto. No, my not. North, you don't know that. I, I North Dakota. Do. Oh, boy. How much did it weigh? Ooh, how much? According to Joseph. 1,000 tons. 1,000 tons? I don't know. Converted to how many pounds, Pinkman? Two million. Two million. Two million pounds. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. What oh, Jim you never say? know. What Jim, Jim say? said 1,000 pounds. The answer is? 1,000 pounds of chili con carne. Uh-huh. 2,420 pounds. Jim is Jim wins the game. I'm sorry. That was a comeback. That was a great comeback. Woo. I'm sorry, Joseph, but that's the way the cookie crumbles once again. I am the champion. I am 
the greatest. I will win them. I can't lose. Oh, thanks for playing closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, bad for only counts in horseshoes. What did he say? How much? How much chili? How much chili can you? A thousand. A thousand. Yeah, I think. And then he said tons, and it was like, no. Yeah, he said a thousand tons. As soon as he said, I'm probably, he's probably what do they do that Not for? Tons. A thousand yeah. tons. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry about it that. Happens. Joe. That's, That's 348 gallons. Oh boy. Uh, National Chili Day is February 26, although we'll be celebrating that this Saturday at Seminole Harley Davidson. <sighs> For more details on the Crime Line Chili Cook-Off, go to crimeline.org. Today, that's a good time. That's a great way is, to right. uh, to eat some great chili and have a good time. Look at some great yeah. motorcycles. I get that fever every time I'm up there. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, today, I don't know if you get the fever for this, but today, I forgot to tell you, is uh, January 9th, and it's National Apricot Day. Uh-huh. So there. I never ate another apricot. I'd be all right. Good roughage, though. No, I don't think I've ever it, had one. They're not chewy. Dry. They're Fresh chewy. apricot, like a dried apricot. A dried apricot is good. I've only had the dried ones. Do they come in a can? No. Can you get them in a can? I don't I'm sure. Think so. You get them in a bag. A bag, not a can. Dried apricots. Yeah, they're good. Oh, right next to the dried, dried prunes. By the prunes, and... like peaches in a can. That's a good time. Yeah, they're they the same color as peaches, but not. Yeah, apricots. They're they're not bad. So they're good. good. I'd rather have a date. Oh, not me. Oh. No, that what, with your wife. They look like cockroaches. They do. I can't eat them for that reason alone. <laughs> they look like a palmetto bug. So does and and figs the same thing. It's like I don't know what that is, but it looks like duty or something. I don't know. I can't. You're eat a real sight eater. You you might have more of a Mm-mm. yeah. You're worse than food Jack. problem than Jack or banana. Ever yeah, had. you're worse no, than me. I can eat cottage cheese though. Yeah, well, you can put apricots. I, I in choose it. not to. You're putting your apricots in cottage you cheese. You can. You can put it in cottage cheese. Ooh. I like to put fruit in it. I like Peaches the large or... curd or the small curd. <laughs> I, like the I like the large curd myself. Okay. Yeah, I like it chunky. Uh huh. Oh, stop! That sounds gross. Don't look so much cheese. That's good. No, I've I like it. I'm just saying when you say it like that, large it curd. Gr- yeah. Just yeah. because it sounds like turd. That <laughs> God, <laughs> a childish. Way. Well, but it's funny. It's kept me from eating it for years. I know the word curd. Turd. But it's not turd, it's curd. <laughs> I said curd. Turd. He hears turd, though. You said curd, but you don't hear That's because you keep saying turd. Turd. Yeah, but you eat bird. Turd. Do I eat bird? No, you what chicken, bird? Chicken, don't you? eat turkey, you're yeah. eating bird. Yeah, but you don't call but it bird. But I eat it because I call it chicken or turkey. If you just said, do you want some bird? I'm like, turd. no, I don't want bird. I don't want curd. Because it sounds like turd? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not in a house, not with a mouse. <laughs> Well, anyway, today's Apricot Day. It's none of those. It's Apricot Day. You have anything else? No, that's it's, it's it only owns, that. It owns yeah. the whole day today. How yeah. about January sixteenth? Can you look ahead? Because I can. I can. Because it's Brad's fun fact. I want to see if you have what I have. What is it? January sixteenth. Jan- January sixteenth is either Fig Newton Day or Hot and Spicy Food Day. Oh, there you go. He uh, Brad wrote it's International Hot and Spicy Food Day. Thank Hot you. And spicy Fig Newton. I'm not day. a Fig Newton. I never oh, have been a Fig. fig. Newton now see, person. I won't eat figs, but I'll eat a Fig Newton all day Ooh, long. Man, yes, just... agreed. You know what? I'll eat what? Some Cadbury Daily Dairy Ma. Milk. Mm. I can't eat that thank till you, next Darryl. week. Yes, thank yeah, you. Thank you, Daryl. What do you mean next week? You, what's this week? Well, because I have to get into a dress. Go to the th- Chihuahua wedding. No, that's right. <laughs> kind of. That's right. I'm going to a wedding in Miami. It's a wedding. And um, <laughs> I want to make sure the dress zips. So as much as I would be tempted to eat that Cadbury. Uh, How bar- do these people look? Who? Who? Well, they're, they've got the people getting ears. What do you mean? Are they wearing sombreros? No, the the, the people who are including uh, Chihuahuas in their wedding. 
They're... Are are they good looking or, or are they maybe not? Oh no, really? <laughs> she is stunning, and oh. he is yeah. Textures are pointing out that the dogs handsome. might be used as a diversionary tactic. Oh, tactic to take no, attention away. None of the above. They oh. are beautiful people. Oh, send pictures. It's I the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Firefighters in New York City put out a fire and found a grow house in the process. Yes, we've got a fire at the corner of 420 and Blazett Avenue. Next, speaking of weed, police in Washington, D.C. caught a man picking up 10 pounds of weed that had been delivered to the wrong address. I wonder how 10 pounds converts to jail time. Research. Finally, a prison riot broke out in England over an argument about what to watch on TV. Oi mate Downton Abbey reruns are better than EastEnders they are I have half a mind to headbutt you I do. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. That's right. If you are in the market for a new home or you want to refinance the home you are currently living in, wearenotthebanks.com can do that for you. They are a direct lender and they are mortgages made easy. Do yourself a favor. Go online to wearenotthebanks.com. Brad Siebert and his team, they can work for you. Check them out. The website, wearenotthebanks.com. It's almost like being in the studio with us. Almost. Hope you're not allergic to awesome or bees. Especially bees. Facebook.com slash Real Radio 1041. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 Don't forget Fritz on the Street coming up at the top of the hour. Brand new season of Fritz on the Street. The Green Meadows Petting Farm in Kissimmee is moving. Now we don't know if they're going to open as a petting farm. But this is an institution in Central Florida. The owners have to move. Selling. The owner sold the land. And oh, what uh, happens to the goats in this? Clay Lapard over Channel Six. Yeah, is they sent out some video of Ugmo the cow. Oh, uh, come on! No, Ugmo, he's got a oh, he's chewing his cud. I saw the pictures. He's got a terrific <laughs> underbite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who Ugmo is. Have you seen Ugmo? No. If you've been to Green Meadows, you've seen Ugmo. I've never been. Oh God, your kids have been though. I retweeted Probably. it. I, yes. Well, I retweeted it so. Oh, there's uh, Ugmo. Oh, he's so cute. Save you, Ugmo. You can't put Ugmo on the street. You can't put him. What are you going to put him on? 192? Where are you going to put him? We can find a home for Ugmo if we have to. Rent him out for parties. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's Ugmo, a cow. the party cow. Have him live at your house, Mo. You got the room. I don't. Yeah, put him in your spare bedroom. <laughs> I don't think Ugmo should room. be in the home. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we'll take, we'll take care of him. No problem. Yeah, very no problem. The official I'm not going to upset here. Foul. I can't even stand it. He's the official cow of the file now. Thanks. Unofficial cow. We don't have That's... official animals here. Uh, oh, see, there he is. <sighs> Jim. Most account, Lube. Jim. That's, that's so not nice. That is just so not nice. Jim, I just want to uh, point out that during Closest to the Pin, we were talking about chili. Yeah. Mm. Talking about the uh, record set with how much chili was made in a town in North Dakota. Right. Mm. Um, Brad wrote it was Minto, and then uh, Pinkman and Moyer both jumped in his S and saying he was wrong. However, 
there is indeed a town called Minto, North Dakota, yeah. and it was indeed where the chili uh, record was I set. I looked it up. They have 600 residents, and they're not that far from Fargo or Bismarck. Correct. Minto. There's only like two roads in North Dakota. And, and they're one. near the one. So yeah. I think uh, someone here owes a Mr. Brad an apology. Um, Mo. Sorry. And Pink I, men? I apologize. <laughs> Pink men. I think we're square, Brad. No. <laughs> no, I don't know what that means. Speaking of Fargo, you know what movie I want to see? This three billboards outside of Ebbings. Outside of Missouri somewhere? The ones Ebbings, loves Missouri. It. Yeah. Uh-huh. It would won... be fantastic. Well, Francis McDormand won the Golden Globe. Yeah, but nobody was interested in this movie until it won the Golden Globe. No, I was. You never said that. You never said you were interested in this movie. When the boys oh. raved about it, he said he was interested. Yeah, because it's that's only what... been out there for four or five weeks now. Well, you have to go to. Mm. Oh, ooh, you have to go to the theater to do it. But there's something new. What's new? Did you see the uh, the story on Movie Pass? Yeah. I, oh I yeah, did, for, I, for what ten dollars a month, and then is yeah. it something like that? And then yes. you go to every yeah a- every movie in the theater. Mm-hmm. If the theater is participating near you, you could see up to thirty movies a month. Is that legit? It is legit. Yeah, it is it's, legit. They're actually yeah, it losing money. It's one of the co-creators mm-hmm. of Netflix, right? But they have your personal information. They can better target movies and other things right. towards you. But for ten bucks a month, then you get to go to. If you're movies. a movie person, that's yes. totally a deal. All you have to do is see if you can average a minimum of there, one movie a month, it pays for itself. You're limited, though. I can't remember what the limitations are. It doesn't seem drastic, but there, there's, there was, I don't want to say fine print, but there was something you can't do. You can't. It's not, it's not can, transferable. No, I know if you can see the same movie twice, but how could you, how could you prevent that? I yeah. think you can only go once a day. Is that it? Oh, yeah. that's so. because I think it was thirty-one times a month was the max. Mm-hmm. Once a day is a limit. Uh, no, it's and, not transferable. Uh, we're going to the movies all the time, and until we caught him going to two movies, for we the did price that one, one time in, in eight years. Once we did that Ooh. once. They were showing right after each other, and we sneaked into the second one. That's not wrong. Is it snuck in or sneaked? It anyway, we, we did whatever, whatever it was. Whatever we did was wrong. I know. And we both felt guilty, but we felt a little bit, ha-ha, frisky. Well, I've got OPD on the line. Uh, well, so anyway, it turns trouble. out we've never done it again. We felt terribly guilty, and we've been uh, doing a little chest beating and rending our clothes ever since. Been watching any movies on HBO or uh, no. pay-per-view? The, or? No. The, my, my TV is on the news <laughs> no. channels. Uh Every room has a different news on. Uh, it's like it's like it's really changing. Wait, you watch these news channels just to what to to, oh. to verify your own feelings or solidify your Last own feelings night, about. We had, watch Fox and see what happens. Uh, no, that was my New Year's resolution for last year. And I did it once in January, and I started to get a tick. But you start eye. watching Rachel Maddow or Lawrence O'Donnell. It's just it's okay. They're they're just saying what you already believe. It's fine. She's changing the course of human events by watching these news programs. Well, one of them has CNN on because I like Anderson Cooper, you know, and the other one has Rachel. And then last night we had one that had sports on, you know, the, the Alabama game. My oh, husband got God. so agitated with the Alabama game that he went in the other room and started watching. Why, he wanted Georgia to win? I think he secretly did. He, he never didn't said? admit it. No, he didn't admit it. But, you know, my daughter went to Alabama. So I was rooting for Alabama, and I think that he wanted them to get their comeuppance because they're a dynasty, they are. and he wanted to see them knocked off the pedestal. I yeah, think. okay, I can understand. You that. know, so that's just my opinion. He didn't actually say he didn't want them to win. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, he did do? say no. He said he didn't want them to win. He didn't want uh, them to no. win. No. Maybe he lost his shirt. What do you mean? Oh, he bet on him. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Oh, was he? Did he you seem extra know. angry? No, he did didn't. he punch anything? No, he didn't punch anything. The <laughs> hole in the wall, no, perhaps. No, he didn't punch anything. No. He's going to explain that to his second family. Oh boy. <laughs> I saw the movie Bright. What's that? Oh, uh, with Will Smith. Yeah, it's the new Netflix movie. Is that really good? It, it was. Okay, what's the oh, rating? <laughs> I didn't love it, but I liked it. How many Jackies right. out of five did you give us? <laughs> three. Three. All no, right, that's worth it. Two. Yeah, three. It was. It's all right. It was free. <laughs> but, w- w- I mean, Netflix. Oh, Netflix went up, too. I just got my bill today. Netflix is great. Yeah. Tremendous. But this Wonderful. is their first full-length, I mean, a $100 million movie that they made with Will Smith directly to Netflix. They're pumping. I can't remember the amount of money that they're pumping into their long-range uh, programming. Oh, Some wow. incredible amount of money. Of course, then Disney just bought out Fox. And, they and they're going to have two inventory. streaming services. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be huge. Huge. It's all about streaming and the internet. You're exactly correct. How many movies do you have to watch Four. on Netflix to make that worth your while? Well, if you're paying, now uh, it's 11 one. and change, so it's like, say, 12 bucks a but month. They have so many genres. I mean, they have mm. documentaries. I mean, a. Did you know if you're provocatively dressed, an airline can kick you off the flight? Yes. Like, yeah, those girls in the yoga pants got kicked off. Oh, a couple months ago. I mean, if you're drunk, they can kick you off. If you're rude to the crew, they can kick you off. If an air marshal needs your seat, they can kick you off. Well, but if you mean? are skimpily dressed, you know, if you well, have some, skimpily, pretty skimpily, you know, if you have some your business showing, they're going to kick you off. They don't want you to distract the pilot. Are you just coming on board from a stripper contest I or guess. something? <laughs> I don't know exactly what you have to be wearing, but there's an article in USA it's Today. Seats right here. Six over ways here, to right? get booted off open, a plane. Window. I got a window seat over here. Window and an If you're rude I'll to the crew middle. or your child won't cooperate, those are all reasons to get kicked off. Yeah, or if right. an air marshal needs your seat, you can get kicked off a plane. Yeah, okay. But right. one of the reasons, I think it's number four out of six, is you are you know not appropriately dressed. In other words, you get your whole yeah, uh, tatas okay. out there. That's the way it is. Well, Sorry. But they don't you're ever distra- say that when you buy a distraction. To who? Whom? To everybody. Pilots can't concentrate. The pilots aren't looking back there. Oh, yeah, no, when you come I got in, cameras all over the uh, place. Uh, uh, uh. When you come in and the pilot's standing there, he's distracted the rest of the flight. Thank uh. you. He's just imagining back there, and then he's daydreaming mm. and putting it on autopilot. Now he's getting all pissed off yeah. because it used to be the day, hey, why don't you yeah. invite somebody up into the cockpit so they can see what the pilot and co-pilot does. Mm-hmm. You know, they can't do that anymore. Can't do that. Everybody's all torqued. Yeah, it says improperly dressed. If you look yeah. like a then hooker. they're hitting a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, attendance. we're flying over to the North Pole because he's distracted. <laughs> Way to go. They kick people off or even refuse them to board in the first place if they are wearing a hoochie mama outfit. It looks yeah, like mostly well, women, but it doesn't look like any men get kicked off for being What kind of hoochie mama stuff do men wear? No, I said that's what I mean. So like, what are, what could what if they're wearing that like workout shirt with their armpits show? That's to me is inappropriate. Well, that's disgusting. That's you know what I mean? That like na- long, that's that just nasty. Tank top People thing? getting on board in their pajamas. God only. No- oh please. Well, now they say if you're if you're dressed like a hoochie, they cut, they'll kick you off. Slippers and their pajamas and their tank tops and the, no their wonder armpits. people hate the armpits fly. are showing. Well, All right, uh, <laughs> Fritz on the street upcoming next on Real Radio one hundred four point one. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From in a world of journalistic excellence, can I get your opinion? Comes a man with no formal training. How do you feel about Kraft Newberg? This is Fritz on the Street. Of course, Fritz on the Street 2018 brought to us in part by us Floridians are no stranger to a good old fashioned downpour. But did you ever think it could save you money? I'm Francis Boatman, owner of Boaters Floaters. 
we bring you the highest quality used cars which may or may not have been mildly submerged in water. Thanks to uncooked rice, we've restored these vehicles to like new conditions. Here we have a 1982 Udingisman sedan, only a little wet from Waterstorm Magnolia. I'll take it. It's like driving the beach. This here baby bad boy is a candy apple red Jemini Hufferer, salvaged from Tempest Chauncey, 20 yard eight. That smells moist. Only a handful of Landis Euphorias survived the urban water spout of 1950, but this one is right as rain. Is it? Is it supposed to look like that? Yes, it is. Boaters floaters. We'll get you in that car. Okay. All right, Fritz, what do you got for us? I have 10 questions, five current event questions, five general knowledge trivia questions. All right. Let's, uh, let's recap 2017, shall we? Oh, boy. All right, let's recap yeah, 2017. Because I, I have a couple questions before we begin 2018. All right. In last place, we had Jack. Thank you. With 438 points. <laughs> we had Mo in third place with 443 points. Oh, boy. Whew. Jim, Big Jim Weasel in second place with 467. Mm. And Pinkman, number one with 491. Congratulations wow. on behalf yeah. of the 2016 champion. I would just like to say yeah. congratulations to you, Mr. Pinkman, mm -hmm. for pulling off the championship in 2017. Because I like you. to be a good sport about this. You hand it's it over the baton to him. Where's his trophy? Uh, oh, I trophy. was supposed to get it today, and uh, now I'm going to ask for a refund. Sad. <laughs> okay, Jim, yes. question about 2018. Two things I would like to just raise for consideration. One. If a member of the show is off on Tuesday, is that a zero for their participation for that day, or do you want to handle it in another matter? Meaning? Uh, well, five points or half of what the lowest person gets something, or something. Something like that. Give him an automatic five, for, but it's an absentee rate. Should there be an absentee rate? Uh, we could give him a couple points, I guess. Mm. Well, what to say? What's the? I mean, generally on average, what's the lowest that anybody eight, scores on a Fritz on the street? Eight or nine? It, it's usually well, yeah, eight or nine, but usually it's a, you know ten, eleven, twelve points, and up to fifteen has been scored. It could be half of what the lowest person is, or maybe something like right, that. Let's you just throw them a bone because they're, they're all not. right. Half of what the lowest person yeah. scores. Nice. Sure, whatever. Oh, that's all right, a new is rule. That fair enough. Continue oh, yeah. helping the Tuesday. Secondly, all right. Uh, is do I hear a second? I second. second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. The vote carries three to one. Pinkman nice. doesn't want it because he wins. Nay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He's pouting. <laughs> Secondly, win twenty six. For those who chime in early and get it wrong. Oh boy, we know somebody who does that all the time. Is there a possibility no. of? <laughs> Wait, you chimed no in too soon. No, there's you no possibility. What's what, a, like a, what? taking a point away? Wait, can no, we vote I was on this suggesting too? giving a piece of candy to the person who chimes in early and, and, and get it wrong. But no, forget it. You said no. What was your suggestion? What was your proposition? Hey, you lose a point. point. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's uh, no because oh. I think that just then people are very very hesitant to say anything. That's I know. True. How about the first person if they if who, whether it takes whether they just jump right in or whether five seconds later and they get it wrong, the point is taken off. Wait, what? What? Everybody says, I'm not going to tell you I'm not jumping in here. And all of a sudden, Fritz, Fritz asked the question. Nobody jumps in. Right. All of a sudden, then, uh, then I jump in and say, all right, um, uh, Saskatchewan. Wrong. Point off. Oh, no. Why would you ever answer then? First person. Because, How you're, because, you're, because you think you have the right answer and you're looking for two points. Oh, I don't like that. 
I think it's confusing. <laughs> well, no, right. it's confusing to when when you're chiming in. See, that's just the same as chiming in early. Like if you answer incorrectly, you lose a point. Mm -hmm. But now it's only if what he Rejected. completes the question. Okay. Is there a motion? Yeah, let's not do that. All right, that's rejected. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. That's rejected. Right. Oh, that's rejected. Right. It's too confusing. Think it would have been a game changer. My head's going to explode. I don't even well, understand. Well, not the way it. he said it. I had a different. I don't he like said, the way he said he. Yeah, you were confusing. Yeah. Said, like, yeah. you, know, you, him, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> like you. Hey, you. Know, it's, it's, yeah. that him. dude. Yeah. Whoever that is over pointer. there, that guy over here. Yeah, exactly. Who's, who's, who's the old man over there? He's got there. his name on the door. You know what I mean? So okay, someone says go. if someone's out, give him the lowest score minus one. No, I thought we agreed on half, half the lowest. What if it's not? What if they have half the lowest? Can we round up? Where did you ask yes, these questions right. and when? Um, I went to the local bar last night. Last uh, night, okay. Yeah, last night, uh, around eight thirty. Last night, around eight thirty. Last night, around eight thirty. How was right. the weather? Oh, that's enough out of you. So, um, <laughs> this is how you play the game. Uh, if <laughs> if you think you know it, chime in. Yeah. If you get it, you get a, a bonus point, and then okay. we go on from there. Right, Question number buddy. one. Okay. For the first time in two years. North Moira! Mo. Mo. They talked to South Korea, North Korea. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, good they for you, They talked to South Korea, North, North Korea, Korea. North Korea, South Korea. Wait, mm -hmm. Can you finish the question? <laughs> For the first time in two years, North Korea met with negotiators from which country this week? Hey, we give the yeah, Mo got No, it. she yeah. got it. They she talked to it. South Korea was the first thing she said. Mm. Yep. Mo, out of eight answers, how many do you think Ooh. said South Korea? Can you pose the question one more time? For the first time in two years, North Korea met with negotiators from which country this week? <sighs> out of eight answers, yep. I think six said it. Six for Mo. Seven. Seven for Jim. Seven. Seven for Pinky. Six. Six for Jack. With answers of six and seven from the file, this is how we start the year. Bing. Oh, no bing. Oh, oh, no bing? The, 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 Let the, him do it. The, the, what is there? Bing, bing, bing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the first time in two years, <laughs> North Korea met with negotiators from which country this week? America? South Korea. South Korea. China. South Korea. South Korea. Six. South Korea. Mm -hmm. Six. Yippee. Mo and uh, right. Jack are there picking up go. two points. Still Pinky get a point. and Jim picking up one. All right. Question number two. Which of the Great Lakes does not Jack. share... Jack? Superior. That is incorrect. Jim. Jim. Michigan. Michigan's correct. Wait, yeah. does not share what? Which does it the, matter? Which, oh, does, <laughs> it matter? <laughs> does it matter? It doesn't. There's no penalty to chime oh, in early, I Mo. See, yeah. Which of the Great Lakes does not share a border with Canada? Oh, it's in close. That would be Michigan. Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Michigan? Five. Five for Jim. Four. Four for Pink Man. I like four. Three. Four for Jack. All right. Three for Mo. With answers of three, four, and five from the file. Bing, bing, bing. Whoa, Nelly. Which of the Great Lakes does not share a border with Canada? Come on. Lake Michigan? Michigan. Erie. Michigan. Michigan? Lake Michigan. Five. I don't know. It is. Pass. Five. Yeah, Jim's picking up two. Jack and Pinky picking up one each. All right. Question number three. What is the title of Michael Wolf's... Jack! Jack? Fire and Fury. Fire and Fury is correct. What is the title of Michael Wolf's new book concerning President Trump's oh, White wow. House? Jack, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Fire and Fury? Four. Four. Six. Mr. Bradshaw, six for Pinky. Out of eight, huh? Uh, 
six. Six for Mo. What'd you say, Jack? He said, I said four, sir. I'll go five. Five for Jim. With answers of four, five, and six from the file, we go to question three. <laughs> what is the title oh, of God. Michael Wolf's new book concerning oh. President Trump's White House? Fury, fi Fire and Fury? I don't know. You know this, I read about it. I don't know. No clue. Pass. I have no idea. Fire and Fury? I'm a big dummy with dumb hair. <laughs> two? Two. I'm a two. big dummy with dumb hair. <laughs> I love that answer. Question, yeah, so no one's, no one's, picking, up, no one's picking up points on that mm -hmm. one. Question four, which celebrated artist painted the pieces Guarnica and... Jim. Jim? Picasso. Picasso is correct. Uh, which celebrated artist painted the pieces Guarnica and the old guitarist? Jim, Art. out of eight answers, how many do you think said Pablo Picasso? Art snob. Three. Three for Jim. Did they have to say Pablo, or could they just say Picasso? They could say Picasso or uh, Cube Man. Two. What? Wait no, a minute. Hold on. He's trying to be funny. Okay. <laughs> That's a Fritz. Jack? I think it was a Fritzy there. <laughs> What'd you say, Jack? Two. Two. Four. Four for Pink three. and Three for Mo. With answers of two, three, and four from the file, we go to question four. Bing, bing, bing. Oh. No! Which celebrated artist painted the pieces mm -hmm. Guarnica and the old guitarist? Uh, Picasso. Pablo Picasso. Van Gogh. No clue. Monet. No clue. The hardest Fritz on the streets I've ever heard of. Nope. Nothing. Picasso? Yeah. Uh... Pinkman's picking up two, and Mo is picking up one. All right, how many oh, more? And Jim, Jim's, and Jim's got one. one. I got one. How many more do we have to uh, go? I got six. All right, six more to go. Fritz on the street. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You think you know the answers? He changes the questions. Is Fritz on the street. Time to get back to Fritz on the street. Six more questions to go. Brand new year of Fritz on the street. What do you got for us, Fritz? You got that right. Yeah. I, uh, let's see. I got question five. Okay. Recently, the FBI announced it had opened another investigation. Jim. Jim? And to the Clinton Foundation. That is correct. Nah. I knew that one. <laughs> Recently, the FBI announced it had opened another investigation into which Democratic nonprofit organization, mm. Jim, Ooh. out of Democratic eight nonprofit, you say? Yep, out of eight. Oh, supposedly. Allegedly nonprofit. Jim, not profit. out of Allegedly. eight answers, how many do you think say the well, Clinton Foundation? Well, it's not Foundation? a Democratic Foundation. Well, it's... Uh, but I understand where you're coming from. I had to kind of give people a bone. Just ask one more time without any interruptions. The question, please. Recently, the FBI announced it had opened another investigation into which Democratic nonprofit organization? I'll go five. Five for Jim out of eight. Two. Four. Two yeah. for Mo. Four for Pink Man. Really? Yes. I think that's kind of low. Really? Whoa. <laughs> five. Five for Jack. <laughs> Question five with answers from the file of two, four, and five. Uh, if I could find the mouse. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh my God. Someone's picking up two points. Recently, the FBI announced it had opened another investigation into which Democratic nonprofit organization? Jesus Christ. Not, I, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. DNC? Orgies. The Clinton Foundation. Mm -hmm. Pass. Uh, the Clinton Foundation? I don't know. 
Most picking was up two points. Really banking on orgies. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Question six. In Major League Baseball, what is the most common type of pitch thrown by pitchers? Jack. 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 Fastball. That is correct. Oh. Jack out of eight answers. <laughs> yeah. Out of eight answers. How I don't even you... care about winning this Six. Year. Six for Jack. The most common type of pitch. Five. Five for Pink. Six. Six for Mel. Strong with a six. What did Jack say? Six. six. <sighs> You're in the lead. Don't let that influence you. Oh. Seven. Seven for Jack. Seven. <laughs> Question six with answers of five, six, and seven from the file. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> in Major League Baseball, what is the most common type of pitch thrown by pitchers? Curveball. Oh. The fastball. The fast pitch. Fast pitch. Fastball. Fastball. The number two. Curveball. Fastball. All right. That's fine. <laughs> All right, Yay. dude. All right. Pinkman's picking up two. Jack and Moe's <sighs> picking up one. <laughs> oh, that's that all right. Stupid. Now it's stupid. Oh, come on. Question the number two. Yeah. Was that like poop? Please. No, that no. That's when a catcher will yeah. go you two. Know, the signal. Yeah. Yeah. Two. Yeah. One is fastball. Uh, I think like ninety-eight percent of pitchers know how to throw a fastball. Same. Question seven. <laughs> Last week, anti-government protests have erupted in Iran and which other country? Mm. I'll go China. China's incorrect. Moira? No. Yemen? Yemen is incorrect. Oh, Yemen. Really? There's only Yemen. 201 countries other... left. Yeah. <laughs> Jack. Iraq. Iraq is incorrect. That was a good Come guess. Come on, though. Pinky, do Pink it, man. Do it, baby. Yep. Do it. Egypt. That is incorrect. The Sorry, answer... minus four points for Pinkman. <laughs> the answer is Syria. Oh, Syria. Oh, Syrian I knew that. riots. Um, oh, serious. Serious. Yeah, I don't even know they have Chinese rights. Anti-government yeah. protests, Stupid. Iran and Syria. Yeah, to be fair, uh, they're always rioting. That, there's always something so going on over there. Jack, uh, you got question six right. So out of eight answers, Jack, mm. how many do you think said Syria? Two. Two. Two for one. Jack, two for Jim, one for Pinkman. Uh, one for me. One for Mo. Question number seven with answers of one and two from the file. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> You pretty much sum this up. Last week, anti-government protests have erupted in Iran and which other country? I have no idea. Palestine? Greece? Syria? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Iraq? Portugal. Portugal? <laughs> All things. At least she said something. Yeah, Instead of, be, I don't know. You can't come uh, up the country. Two. Maybe because of the Catalonian thing. I don't know. But uh, Pinkman and Moe's picking up two points. Jack Yay. and Jim picking up one each. Ooh. Question number eight. Ridiculous. 1,024 <laughs> gigabytes is equal to what? Uh, Pinkman. Pinkman. Terabyte. Terabyte is correct. Uh, yes, finally. Something I know. Pinkman. Uh, the rest of us are looking like, what? I still <laughs> don't, don't know, know what that he is. He knows. I mean, it's out yeah, there. Course, we just don't know. I don't know. Don't be jealous. I'm jealous. I don't know any. I don't know that. Pinkman, out of eight answers, how many uh, people do you think knew that a terabyte was equal to around a thousand gigabytes? Uh, seven. Seven for Ooh. Pinkman. Five. Five six. for Jack. Six, six for me. For Mo. Yeah, I'll go six. Six for Jim. No. Question number eight. With answers of five, hey, six, and seven. Come on, a bing, 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 bing. Oh. Oh. One thousand twenty-four gigabytes is equal to what? So a terabyte. A lot of porn. <laughs> terabyte? Damn it. A terabyte. 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 Terabyte? Terabyte.
six. six. Jim and Mo picking up two. Jack and Pinky picking up one. Yay. All right, two to go. Question number nine. At the age of eighty-six, Jim. Jim. <laughs> John Young. That is incorrect. Oh, oh, oh good I guess. Say that. Oh, that is a really oh, good guess. Damn, damn it. It's at, the only one I had. At the age of eighty-six, which comedian and actor famous for his role on the TV sitcom Coach passed Moira. away last week? Mo? Jerry Van Dyke. Yeah. Jerry Van Dyke is I correct. Was, that was, yeah, either or. Was either I one? couldn't remember. remember. John Young was the only name coming <laughs> to my head. <laughs> Son of a gun. Mo, out of eight answers, how many do you think said Jerry Van Dyke? Oh. oh! Some people said Dick Van Dyke, didn't they? Mm. Uh huh. He would have um, you believe. Mm-hmm. I think f- four, four for Mo. Oh, Out of eight, how many answers. of them know Jerry Van Dyke? Five, five coach. for Pinkman. Yeah, coach. I will be completely honest. I had no idea, and then when I clicked on, I was like, "Oh, that guy from Coach." Three, three yeah, for see, Jack. It's probably lower. Four, four for Jim. With answers of three, four, and five from mm-hmm. the file. Bing, bing, bing. No! Oh, I think at the age of eighty-six, which yeah. comedian and actor famous for his role on the TV sitcom Coach passed away last week? Uh, it was a brother. What was his name? No. Jerry Van Dyke. <laughs> Jerry Van Dyke. I have no idea. I will pass. I don't remember his name. I don't know his name. Jerry Van Dyke. I can't face, but I can't remember his name. Pass. Jack. Three. Yep, three. Jack, Jack. Yeah. Jack's yeah, picking up two. John Jim and Mo each picking up one. That's Jack, that, that was, was a good bouncing guess. back and forth. I got it. It's a 50 50, Jim. It's just a 50 50. Here's the last one. Question 10. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Question 10. Warsaw is the captain. Jim. Warsaw is. Oh, God. Uh, 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 oh, don't uh, hear that, Mo. Uh, uh, <laughs> Poland. Yeah, Poland yes! is correct. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Jesus yeah. God. Oh, that was oh, brain fart. I, I, was, brain oh, fart. Oh, I don't care what you said. I was just ready to say my name. Same. Oh. Oh, that was stressful. I was pulling for I'm sorry. I was thinking, it's not Austria. It's and, not Austria. It's near there. It's where I started it? thinking, I'm like, wait, maybe it's not Poland. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Warsaw. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to them. It was like, oh, wait went, a minute. Breadfruit. Is it Poland? <laughs> Macedonia. Okay, what? How many? Warsaw definitely is the capital of Poland. Jim, out of eight answers, how many do you think? Once again, the question was posed as? Warsaw is the capital of which country? Six. Six for Jim. Seven. Seven for Jim. Oh, God. Six? Six for Mo. Oh, I want to believe in these people. Come on, believe. I want to believe. I believe. I want to believe. (laughs) Testify. Do it, Jack. Come on. Go ahead. Swing for the fences. Oh, no. Eight. Oh, my God, Jack. <laughs> Did you hear some of these things? I can't believe I said oh, it. Oh, me either. With, <laughs> with uh, answers of six, seven, and eight. If Jack gets this right, oh. right, this is an insane clown posse. That's all this I want to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I want to say. You're right about that. Question oh. number 10. We have a bing? Nothing. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, oh God. God. Last one. Warsaw is the capital of which country? Poland. Poland. So the Poland. Three. Vietnam. Russia. Poland. Poland. Damn it. Poland. Six. Six. So Jim and Mo picking up two points. There you go. Pinkman is picking up one point, and that's the first Fritz on the street of 2018. Oh, oh God. Thank you, Fritz. Thank you. Oh, my Jeez. heart. That last one killed my me. My blood pressure. <laughs>
I, I commend I you, I, though, on your courage. I could have gone for an easy layup and actually been amongst uh, the crowd here. However, Mo wins the day with 15 points in All first right. place. Wow. Jim Whoa. in second place with 14 points. Pinkman has 11. I have 10. All right. 16, so 15, far, so 14, good. and 10? No, 15, 14, 11, Oh, 10. 11 and 10. There we go. Got it. Good job, Fritz. Every Tuesday, Fritz on the street at 6. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Thank you, Big... Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Benjamin Netanyahu's son reportedly toured Tel Aviv strip clubs in an armored government vehicle. Who knew Israel had strip clubs? No wonder every David and Bernard is clamoring to go on their birthright trip. Next, a grandfather's testicle exploded after contracting a rare form of salmonella on a Tunisian holiday. Ah. The old Tunisian testicle explosion. This is one of those times when I definitely don't envy humans. Finally, Dip and Dots Ice Cream Company has launched a new cryogenics company. You hear that Sean Spicer? The ice cream of the future will keep you alive forever. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and all you have to do is go to the App Store on your smartphone and download that free iHeartRadio app right now, and you can take us with you wherever you go and listen to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere, in addition to all of that fun stuff. Again, go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app today. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You are listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 
All right, where's the club? Where's the ecstasy? <laughs> Come on, let's get this moving here. <laughs> I like that song, or whatever you might call it. Yeah, that's a toe tapper. Is yeah. Mo is doing her uh, parrot my routine. Chair, my chair dancing. Sophie Tucker. I heard that song driving up to Atlanta to the Peach Bowl, and oh. then it's also used in the iPhone 10 commercial. Is that it? Yes. Huh. Did it sound a little familiar to you? Yeah, yeah. but I couldn't picture from what. Yeah. Huh. Oh, this song now makes this familiar is music. too. Yeah. yeah. Now this is yeah. King's Food Host music. Really? Ah. Can I get you a double stack and fries? <laughs> I, I do not have, because we have a couple of computer glitches, so I don't have the questions, but Pinkman does. First of all, Mr. Pinkman, the questions for PPT. Oh, I have them. Yeah, prizes? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I the prizes. Prize. Excuse me, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Prizes. Uh, he has them. He, he doesn't want to share. Today's prize is a pair of tickets to Otronicon at the Orlando <gasps> Science Center, happening this weekend. Uh, nothing captures our curiosity more than the future. Nothing captures the future better than Otronicon. And get this, the News Junkie will be broadcasting live from Otronicon this Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. What? You can yeah. go to or- otronicon.org for more info. And check out the new flight simulator. Did it today? Awesome. Speaking of things to do, don't forget this weekend, the chili cook-off. Oh, yeah. The benefit uh, Crime Line at Seminole Harley-Davidson. Crimeline.org for more info. It's great chili. Just a lot of great people. You get to eat some chili, look at some great motorcycles at the same time. Unfortunately, this year, I can't be a judge of something that uh, I had planned and I can't attend. Mo's not going to be there at all. It's still a great event. It's still a wonderful event to go to. Plenty of great chili. A couple of things that are kind of yash, but you oh, know, but you try it out yeah. for yourself. Uh-huh. Um, Dirty Jim uh, was a winner in the past. Several times. He's cooking. Mm-hmm. I believe he's in the professional category he now. He was very quick to remind us all he's in the professional oh, f- category. F- 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 I know. I don't think he's happy about that. Why not? <laughs> it's harder. <laughs> because you're going up against professionals. Oh, uh, you'd rather be an amateur? Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm judging this year. Are you Whoa. really? I have high hopes. Sit next to the kid. The kid knows a lot oh, of stuff. I sit next to him every year. He's he knows great. everything. He's a chatterbox. Yeah, but he's a very good palate. He's got a very good he idea. He knows of- flavor words that I've never heard of. <laughs> uh, Sean, C. Uh, Lane, <laughs> Sabrina will also be there. Uh, nice. Heather McPherson will nice be lady. there. I'll be judging as well. It'll be a lot of fun. Well, keep Pinkman in line, will you? Absolutely. What? Nothing. I'm always saying. in line. I'm oh, always you watching. A, you always get that sherbet. You know. that's, a, that's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Detective your palate. Yeah, it's good. She gives you that. And really? she has, like, that orange vanilla ice cream sherbet. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Detective Barb is no nonsense, whether it's a meeting I'm or a event. Of things, yeah, Me but, too. And right. Many people are. That's why things run so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you know, cross her. We she'll, need this. We need this. I she'll mean, smack you or something. Whatever you want to drink, sherbet, you know, all the spoons you can use. Her and Linda Bird have said, please, Alabama, win. Please, Alabama, win. Oh, she would be sour, wouldn't like, I, I, I told my wife, Catherine, I said, if Alabama loses, I can't go into work for a couple of weeks. <laughs> or if I do, I have to come in the back way. Yeah. She would not be in a good mood. Nope. All right, let's get PPT underway. I do not have the questions. Let's go to Kenny first. Kenny uh, Pinkman has clue number. Uh, well, pick a person, a place, or a thing, first of all. Let's do place. Let's do a place. Pinkman has clue number Uh-oh. one. Oh, Kenny. This place has a population of over 100 million on its 1 million square kilometers. Oh, kilometers, huh? Ooh, uh, I will say, how about Brazil? That's your final answer? Why not? Sorry, Kenny. Say it, bye. All right, there we go. Let's move on to Martin. Martin, clue number two. Martin. 
Its two major religions are Christianity and Islam. This place has a population of over 100 million, and its two major religions are Christianity and yeah. Islam. Mm -hmm. Population of 100 million. Yes. Oh. Come on. Easy. Okay, what? what is it? India. That's your final answer? Of course. Ooh, yeah. Sorry, Martin. <laughs> buzzer. That's a great buzzer, by the way. I don't have like, yeah, something that's, else. That's, that's my favorite one. Loser. Sounds like oh. a clown's buzzer. Eh. Like you sit on something. Like you, no, like you <laughs> shake the hand or like a, it's like a. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Sorry, it was just yeah, I was daydreaming. Yes, I was. It was like, oh my god, Come clown back buzzers. To us, Jim. Come back. I was doing a Donald Trump there. It's like like pre something. Here's uh, Emery. Is Air, that right? Ermari. Ermari. All right, there you go. Clue number three for you. Here's Pinkman. The Italians had a thing for this place, invading and opposing giveaway. its emperor before they were ousted by a British-led coalition. Oh, it's a giveaway. Is it? Yeah. Um, but I'm not smart. Yeah, you are. You can do it. Yeah, you are. I can do it. I can do it in your voice. Um, you listen to this show, you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jack, I need to tell you, I was going to call to tell you that you're handsome. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. Smart and you have good taste. <laughs> He's not the one reading the clues. <laughs> I mean, you're handsome, too. Oh, obviously. stop it. <laughs> I was going to say I ran. I, don't I ran, know. okay. That's right. your final answer. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Nice try, though. But nice take, lady. Take yeah. this. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh. It's like a goose buzzer. <laughs> like, yeah, you feel like you have to jump out of your chair. What was that line that Fritz had? Remember that old line when, what was that line that his father oh, used? How's your father? <laughs> How's your father? And you got a goose? Yes. How's your father? <laughs> like his brother give him a goose. How's your father? <laughs> Who says that? Fritz. Fritz. Fritz know, but... He's That's... like, oh, yeah, you give him the old how's your father. <laughs> I got right that. that was the well, funniest yeah. Oh, yeah, every family has a thing, you know. <laughs> Play that buster. How's your father? <laughs> hey, get your hands off I was it. just waiting for it. Good job, Jack. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kathy, oh, Kathy, clue number four. Here we go. Okay. The 70s saw its highly recognizable leader overthrown, followed by thousands dying in the Marxist Red Terror. Mm. Well, we were having fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Come on, Kathy. What do you think? Lebanon. Lebanon. That's your final answer? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Like father. It. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lebanon. Oh, Lebanon. Fritz, he just blurted out. It was like... He heard that As soon question. as he heard it. Yeah. That's a house your father. He's a strange cat. That's a house your father. I'm like, what? Yeah, my head whipped around. I'm like, what, are you, what did you say? Here's uh, Jennifer. All right, Jennifer, we're going to get this, all right? All right, here we go, Jen. Yeah, we're... All right, here we go, Jennifer. Right, Clue Jennifer. number five. <laughs> Drought and famine are a recurring problem in Africa's oldest independent country, though its cuisine, like that found at the Nile oh. restaurant on I Drive, is highly recommended. Is it Ethiopia? Ethiopia. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Hey, you got it, Jennifer. Good job. All right. Nice. You don't get the buzzer. Good for yeah. you. No, she doesn't. Ethiopia. Clue four. Highly, highly Selassie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those Italian soys had a thing for Ethiopia. Why is that? I don't know. They invaded it pre-World War II. <laughs> oh, well, that's Beautiful not nice. Country. Right across the Mediterranean. Just a hop, skip, and a jump. <laughs> mm. Babadibu.
<laughs> Mussolini, how you doing? Hey, Monad, you know. Mm. Oh yes, we're bringing raviolis to Africa. Exactly. That's the way it should be. I don't be. think they'd be amazed. Leah Patrick, you're doing a great job. Haile <laughs> Selassie. Haile Selassie. Selassie. Yeah. I. That's Jim, UCF party last night on How Church Street. They are estimating between eight and 10,000 people. What? I've never seen that many people packed into that area. Oh. It went from the stage was a garland. The people went un- under the overhead bridge the, with a break at the yeah. tracks, yeah. and then it just kept going all the way back to Orange. Good for UCF. I hope yeah. they have a great season this fall and you know remain undefeated and don't get dissed as they, you know, we know what happened. And... Uh, and just uh, go on to, to to further fame and fortune. So, so to they speak. ended the year at number six. I didn't know there Nothing was a com- there was a commercial during last night's football game for him. Yeah, yeah. I did not know about that. I didn't see it. I I, I <laughs> yeah. saw a tweet about it. I didn't yeah. see it. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's um. You but, know what UCF I was too enthralled with Kendrick Lamar to pay much attention. Oh yeah. God, that was terrible. He's UC- a real talent. When the UCF season ended, you know, with the Peach Bowl, that typically would have been the end of the discussion about UCF, their football program and everything. But what Danny White, the the athletic director, and they've managed to do with the talk about a national championship is extend the national conversation about the school and the team. I think he did a good job for that. I think there's, I think what he pointed out is absolutely true. It doesn't, you know, it's one of these things that, you know, it's crapple. Uh, There's nothing wrong in him pointing that out uh, because it, but he has but every done- year, like I mentioned to Pat Clark last week, it seems that every year we talk about the playoffs, there's something screwy about it, whether it's BCS, whether it's this system, whether it's this, that, whatever. And uh, everybody, sooner or later, somebody complains about it. I, I'm, not the, I'm not an expert on this, and I'm the first one to admit it. I don't understand why. I have, a, I have a difference of opinion when it comes to national championships. I just think that's the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately, for UCF. And you can bitch and you can complain, but I'm sorry you win national championships by being in the national championship game. You can whine and complain and bitch that, well, they should have been, but should've, you weren't. That's the way. It, that's just the way that it goes. Let's work. Danny White is absolutely correct. Let's work on the system to make sure this does not happen again, whether it's UCF or anybody else. Rick they, Scott declared uh, the national champions. Yeah, I know. Well, the governor can't declare anything paper. national whereas, because it's whereas, the governor. Yeah, whereas, and he had this whole proclamation. But there I think go. Danny White doesn't understand. I mean, he must understand as the athletic director strength of schedule. You can't compare strength of schedule to the ICC. Well, I mean, just not possible. It, it it is a very lopsided schedule. Uh, what UCF has is lower and weaker than the strength of schedule of those SEC teams. So, it, and it, how's that determined? Because how's of that the, determined? It's determined by I can't remember record. the I can't remember the 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 personal group that determines that preseason. Whether their strength of schedule, it's either above 50 or below 50, about whether you're in the above 50 category, which means very strong strength of schedule, or whether you're below 50 in in strength of schedule. And UCF was ranked below 50 in strength of schedule. There is a subjective component to it. And and when it comes to the ranking of the teams, when they were originally ranked, they were they were kept out of the top 10. You can you can run around this all you want. I mean, you can say, look, uh, the SEC teams played tougher teams. Therefore, they were in a weaker physical state when they were beaten by Auburn. I mean, you just go around and around and around. The point that I'm trying to make is you're not the national champions. It's just not you can you can wear a ring and fly a banner and talk all you want, but when the record books are open, guess what? 
for 2018, the national champions will be listed as the University of Alabama. I wish all the best for uh, for UCF. And there's no, qu- there's no question that. about their no. season, you know. But there comes a point, at least in my estimation, when you become a crybaby, and then you can go play Western Michigan in the crybaby bowl to determine <laughs> who's the biggest crybaby. Because last Western year they Michigan, went, yeah. or the year before, went undefeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you could say, well, it's not the same conference. Well, you know, the 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 Big Four or five will say that the conference that uh, UCF plays in is not uh, is not as strong. It, all I'm, it, it's going to go around and around and around and around and around and around, and people are going to bitch and complain about this until until they're dead and buried. And uh, that's fine if you want to do that. I think it's essentially just a waste of time after a while. Any. People outside of Central Florida, for the most part, are not talking about today, are not talking, well, you know, UCF ought to be the national champion. You know, I saw Alabama beat Georgia last day, blah, blah, blah. It's not happening. You'll see scattered reports here and there. The conversation will continue. How do we make sure that this doesn't happen again, that UCF or a team like UCF doesn't get dissed again like they did in this past season? Um you know, the argument can be made, certainly, that, uh, hey, they got screwed. Yeah. But you know, people get screwed all the time, and things get screwed all the time. The real question is whether, you know, you continue to say, well, all right, that's it. We get out there, and we do better the next time around. That's sportsmanship to me. But when you continue to sit back and say, well, we deserve this, and we deserve that, and wow, wow, then after a while it becomes just a gigantic whining, and I don't think that's in the best interest of the University of uh, Central Florida. I think the best thing that they can do, and I said this yesterday, to be considered big time is to tear down that administrative building and put something (laughs) up that looks like Harvard. Leave the rest of the buildings alone. Make it look... What building are you talking about? What's the the main building, the administrative building? Millican Hall. It's the administration building. You went there, didn't you? Yeah. You don't know what that building is? The one with the gold windows. Oh, that one. Yeah, the one that's right the there when one. you pull yeah, it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still the administration building, isn't know. it? I isn't that where the president of the yeah. university has an office? Yes. I can never park that close. Yeah. See, I rest my case. <laughs> yeah, parking's Get terrible. rid of that damn thing. Keep everything else. Get rid of that thing. So when people come in there, they go, oh, my God, I'm at the University of Central Florida for a moment there. You know, I was here I yesterday. Was, they had a yeah. different building. I thought it was a, an office park. That's all I'm saying. Tongue-in-cheek, of course, but... (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) Yeah, not so much. Mm -mm. Congratulations to the University of Alabama, the Dr. Pepper National Champion presented by AT&T and and Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, it was a a good game, went into overtime. It was not as exciting as the last two regular season games that UCF had, but... Uh, that's just the way that it goes. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for taking part. Back tomorrow, Wednesday edition of the Phillips File gets underway at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.
chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.